0: Alright guys, before we start this episode we have something exciting to tell you all about. We've teamed up with Beer 52, the world's largest beer club, for an exclusive offer just for listeners of the podcast. Now, I know you want us to get on with the show, but it will take, I swear to God, 40 seconds max. I can get through everything in that time. Plus I know you lot love quotes and shit, so we've got Danny to throw in a couple of those for you right off the top of his head. All right, Danny?
1: Get on with it.
0: James, start the clock, <laughs> let's go. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club, where for a monthly subscription, you would get a monthly case of eight unique craft beers, two snacks, and a magazine. But Jack, you know I don't drink. Every month comes with an exciting new theme. Previous themes have included Belgium, Korea, California, and New Zealand.
1: Not racist, he's not saying all the beer tastes the same. In fact, he's been trying to get on with a Belgian beer for quite a while, so you know, you could have it like a rat up a drain pipe. <laughs> I fucking don't know. It says here,
0: if you don't like dark beer, you can go for light option. Danny? I like stouts. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you love beer, it's a great way to have the best craft beer selected from around the globe just for you. Or if you know someone else who loves beer, well, Christmas is around the corner. So I won't have to buy people a load of tacky shit. (laughs) You can get all of that for £24 a month, which I think is a steal to be honest. We each got sent
1: a case of this beer
0: and it is really great.
1: This is so depressing, I I can't do this. You know, other people are out with their wives and I'm sitting here doing beer advert with another bunch of middle-aged men. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to leave because I'm actually depressed. Daddy, stay
0: there, because exclusively for listeners of Wernham Blog, if you use the link www.beer52.com forward slash wernhamblog, Blog, you will get your first month for free. One of those cases of eight beers, two snacks, and a magazine for free by visiting www.beer52.com forward slash wernhamblog. Blog. You just have to cover the postage costs of 5 95 something I'd bloody love.
2: That's got to cover a few bids.
3: That's <laughs> got to count for a few euros, <laughs> is not
0: it? <laughs> Roughly five ninety five. pounds uh, On a personal note, we at Werner Blog do get a small fee every time you use the exclusive link, so uh, as well as getting that great case of beer every month, you would be helping to support your favourite podcast. Is that a genuine offer? <laughs>
2: So, the episode you're about to hear was recorded back in February 2020, before lockdown, before COVID, and obviously everything kind of overtook us, and and we stopped recording. Uh, But as of next week, you'll be hearing us fresh, recorded in September 2021. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's rock! Smash it in nicely. (laughs) You
1: get it? Put it on then. (laughs) Get on with it!
0: You bloody get on with it, ignorant!
4: The, lowest
1: the, the thick demographic. That's what I'm going for. A bit for I, I don't get it. You know, this isn't the podcast I was out to make. In fact, I think it's awful.
2: Well, well, well. Okay, so
1: let's just not do this here. Let's take this upstairs. No, no, I don't care who hears about it. You know, I'm at that point now. You know, it's everyone's interfered. It's embarrassing. I don't want to do a podcast just for the sake of it. You know, I don't want to just sit here doing stupid catchphrases and stupid jokes and you know, doing a lame quiz that no one cares about and the answers always wrong anyway every week. <laughs> and, and you know, you don't even care who won. You know, I want to be credible. I want this to be a great podcast. I want everyone to listen to this and think, "Wow, what a great podcast!" You know, is a legend. This is like deep. In analysis you know this is like that guy that wrote all those books about shakespeare this is incredible you know i'm not going to get that level of respect just by sitting here doing stupid catchphrases and jokes every week with you am i you know i just don't see why it's just be expected just to take it up the right, arse all right, all right.
2: Well, thank you for telling me how you feel so here's how i think see things moving forward you can either carry on, record this podcast like we've already planned, or you can pull the plug, waste everybody's time and hard work, disappoint the thousands of listeners we've accumulated so far, burn all your bridges with Wern and Blog, and go back to being a quota on Facebook groups, and then you can work your way back up from nothing.
1: Well, what do you want to do?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, do, do the podcast. You know, start off doing it how I want to do it, how, how you how you want to do it, you know, and then maybe later on we'll change it to how I want to do yeah, it. or not. Yeah, or not, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know, let's make it the best podcast we can. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: Danny? The glasses.
1: Yes, the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a podcast, Daddy, we're not gonna see the face. That was literally right.
1: about, what, how many minutes? About a minute
2: and a half <laughs> yeah. of an intro there. Well, that's right, the episode, that's Sorry, Yeah, exactly, we'll cut that out. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first episode of the second series of the One Blog Extras podcast. <laughs> My name's James, and with me, he's been up all night trying to get his head round some bloke called Alexander. It's Jack. <laughs> Look at me. No one works here, I hope. <laughs> and he wouldn't last five minutes where I'm from. He'd get smacked straight away. It's Seth.
3: I'll tell you who does get ignored. Jack Kendall. Yeah. On the set of Wernham Blog, the birds walked straight past
2: him. <laughs> 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 same, same Seth, who's that weirdo yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, whoever you are, get out of the way. We want to get to Seth. <laughs> <laughs> He's, flies
2: around shit. He's versatile, isn't he? You never saw his one man Romeo and Juliet. Well, come on, it was, it was amazing. Come on, show him, Danny. Do a bit for him.
1: Oh, well, wilt thou leave me so unsatisfied? <laughs> what satisfaction canst thou have tonight? The exchange of thy love's faithful <laughs> vow for mine. <laughs> oh, I give thee mine before thou this requested, and yet I would, if it <laughs> were to give again. <laughs> Brilliant. Well done, Danny, that was excellent. Was getting that bit. <laughs> 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 Oh I'll do it. Alright, here we go then.
2: Boys are back in town. <laughs> here we We're are. Ready to talk about the second series of extras. It's been a long time away from the old mic, guys, but yep. it's good to be back. Good to see you all again. Yep.
0: Yeah, it took us long enough, you know. So
1: good.
3: Three month layoff. Yeah. I did move back from Spain in that time there you go,
0: go Yeah, there we go, he's back in he's in the room. Yeah, yeah there you go, Brexit, every clown.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 I let you back in the country then. <laughs> Got back
1: in just in time before, you know, if we stayed out any longer, you wouldn't be allowed back in, would you? <laughs>
2: Maybe. <laughs> So we talked a lot about um, Series 1 versus Series 2 at the beginning, but I think I'm looking forward to talking about this one in particular because I genuinely think this show gets into a second gear for one of the phrases in this series. Yeah, I soon,
0: agree. Yeah, yeah. as soon as we... I, I watched uh, the episode back yesterday to kind of remind me of it and just... I mean, <laughs> even though it flagged a little bit at times, as soon as it got into the when the whistle blows stuff, mm. I knew like that. I was excited to talk about it
3: because I knew that it, just,
1: it was, yeah. there's
3: just something special about Series 2 that they were, it was lacking in Series 1. I think, I think so, but uh, Danny, you don't agree with that, do you? You're much well, more of a fan of Series 1. I just thought in Series 1
1: the celebrity cameos were so brilliant. They so were well, a, bit a bit more fleshed out, weren't they? they? Yeah, whereas yeah, I think this one the celebrities kind of take a back seat and they're almost incidental and the main Mm. point is they are with Andy. And just Andy as well in series two, I just become so exasperated with him. It almost ruins it a bit for me. I mean, a lot he's of his. He's very frustrating uh, in series two. I was about it during
2: this episode. If you notice, Andy, almost every every one of his emotions in this is exasperation. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't really play anything else in this episode. He's either just fed up or rolling his eyes or sighing about something. Like
1: when I first watched it, I sort of felt sorry for him. Like oh, he's having sick sitcom ruined by the BBC. Then when you actually watch all of it through to the Christmas specials, and then you come back and rewatch it. He's just like, yeah, he's acting like an entitled
3: dick. He's becoming more pretentious yeah. as the show goes on. He's so entitled, he really <laughs> thinks he deserves a massive amount of success. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he hasn't done anything to earn it. No, no. not at all. So, you know...
1: And, he, he's, and everything's someone else's fault. Like, he almost tries to push it back onto Darren Land. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's
1: like, what's he done?
3: Yeah, he's an inept agent, but... And he's more comfortable with
2: inept people around him. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I think so. I think he tries to sort of uh, cast his show and all the people around him as inept and below him to make himself feel more superior it feels like that's his thing do you know what I mean Mm. like he tries to make so that he's this struggling artist this oscar Wilde character who's just having to do this you know for the sake of it Mm.
0: but But i think that kind of i mean merchant and gervais have always kind of like said their influences are like you know um kirby enthusiasm woody allen the kind of and the great and all the great comedies are about someone who is kind of uh, like kind of failing all the time. And mm. so extras kind of only had one place to go, which is for um, Andy to get what he kind of ostensibly wanted, but then to fail at that as well. Mm. And for it to yeah. not be quite right. And that would kind of, that's kind of the ultimate kind of frustration. And most comedy comes from frustration. So they kind of needed to go there. I think whether it had to happen in series two, but I mean, obviously they only ever wanted to do two series.
4: Yeah.
0: That's so, good. I mean, you could say that they could have, they could have, cause it's called, obviously it's called extras. And by the time we get to series two, yeah. It, got, it gets away from the extras thing there is nothing to do with extras anymore it's about him having his own show so really only series one is about extras even though both That's series true. are called that but
2: in terms of like being trapped in something and having frustrations around not being able to get out of it and he does have the option to get out of it unlike most comedies so if you think about things like Basil Fawlty he's trapped in that hotel there's mm. no way he can leave with Sybil there think about things like um, Only Falls and Horses Rodney and all that he can't get away he's his family ties in there he could literally have loads of opportunities to leave this show and then and, and leave out yeah, it. but, you know, <laughs> for example Barry could have done we talked about this in the last episode. There's so many opportunities for him to step aside. In what, this
0: and he could have just been down as writer or so, yeah. a creator or something? Yeah, and, just, and then he'd he'd not then, been the public the of him him.
2: it. He, exactly, Ego gets the yeah. of him. He says how much he wants to change it, but really, when given an opportunity, he doesn't take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
0: I think that's the clever thing that this episode does, is that it kind of it sets up for the rest of the series so you don't have to question it anymore, yeah. like straight away. It's like, at the end of this episode, you know... He's made he's his in. decision. He's in, and you can un- you can understand why. Because yeah, as the guy out. lays yeah. out, it's like right. You can either completely burn all your bridges yeah, yeah, and, and kind true. of destroy everything just because deep. you're worried about this episode, uh, this sitcom, which you don't even know how the public are going to react to it. I mean, yeah. in the end, we know that the public are going to hate it. It's almost it, like a complete fly trap, isn't it? They've got
2: him. Yeah. As soon as he takes his guns in, he's gone. He's gone too far. Even I right love the that of this scene. Episode. Do you
3: know what you mean? I mean? I love that, that scene when he looks back at Barry. Yeah, and Barry's metaphorically what's waiting for him, picking up food off the floor. Such a good scene. That is absolutely because obviously it's big
0: question is like yeah if you were in this situation what would you do like if you could yeah. have kind of spent months or your whole life planning like kind of preparing for this one moment this is your i mean everyone's always told told like you know when you get that opportunity you only get one opportunity and if you mm. if you miss it you've missed it forever yeah, 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 and like so game. kind of andy's saying it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's true though yeah i with you. <laughs> you only get one shot do not miss your chance to blow this opportunity comes once in a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I'm not forgetting. yeah but Andy, sta- Andy standing there on the set of his sitcom which everyone has kind of set up for him they've allowed him to direct it it's basically what I mean as I've always said is what it would have happened if Gervais and Merchant were standing out on the set of The Office on the first day mm-hmm. like it's all there, all there for him well, like looks, yeah. no one gets that opportunity it's such such a rare thing it barely ever happens but they've said you're a nobody but you can write and direct and everyone's just here waiting for you to, to you know do your thing and it's like, I can either throw all this away and the BBC are never going to touch me again, I'll be banned from the Welsh BAFTAs, or <laughs> you can just go ahead with it and, and, and see what happens. And that's and the thing, he yes, lacks the humility. Too,
3: he lacks the humility to just go ahead with it and think, let's just make the best of this. Yeah. So it's not,
2: the thing is, he's, 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 you know, because he's got people like Greg in his life, yeah. he's constantly aware of the repercussions. Like, yeah, for example, yeah. Presumably, as we've heard in the last couple of episodes, Ricky didn't have that pressure. He was happy to walk away, yeah. which Andy physically can't because of the... Uh, the relationships he's got around him. There's no way he could leave, even if he wanted to. And he was the most, you know, uh, adamant guy and he just he stood up and said, Look, this isn't what I wanted to do. And he genuinely walked out. He couldn't
0: because he knew Greg would be waiting for him. Yeah. And Greg's
3: always been like the voice in his head, right? Yeah. So exactly. he's like No, failure.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, is the thing, yeah. And that's what Andy always has in the back of his head. It's like, I can either fail one way, which is to kind of like completely burn my bridges and never have this chance to have this sitcom again, mm. or I can fail in, on the public stage mm. and make a completely embarrassing sitcom, and then no one's going to want to touch me again. Like, what do you do? Mm. Like, but then,
1: he knows, though. Ultimately, he doesn't think like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go away in this brilliant sitcom I've written, someone else is going to make it. Maybe deep down inside, he knows he's not really good enough. But the problem is, he's. It's and the he's eco, up the chance.
2: He's. Yeah, I can understand the sort of the trepidation about leaving something and then burning all your bridges. But there's a compromise in there somewhere. He didn't have to be in it. That's the biggest thing I think is the problem. Is that he's is, he's got this obsession with getting his face out there and being rich really yeah. and famous, come what may, by for, you know whatever it takes. But he has
3: to do it by seeming credible. He's so desperate to yeah. feel credible. But
2: Why not play we'll the long game?
3: Yeah, exactly. Just
2: become a writer, get the writing <laughs> credit, him. and then move on to. The that's
3: next what time. I've always said. He could have got, he could have cast yeah, cool. Barry, as we were saying earlier. He could have put Sean Williamson in his place, and then taking the writing credits, you know, take the money and run. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. saying you do want to. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the,
1: yeah, but that actually, that that might he might see that as the worst of both worlds because then he's directing this sh- the crappy program. Yeah, but no one knows if I'm it's sure all about it would, his ego.
3: he yeah. can just he's just to, like to be in it because
1: Digby Side he knows that you know that's what he's good at. Like look at the genie, look at Mister Stokes. Cammy, he is. He's good. That's where that's yeah.
3: where he's at yeah that's he, what he does it's that's funny his level
1: when, when we did The Office right? we talked about how
2: the first series was great it set out the stall it got us into the into the humour into the characters and then the second series they started to explore and have more fun with it this is exactly the same this feels like an exact carbon copy of that that principle you yeah. know what I mean like you said earlier Danny, the, the, the celebrated cameos aren't the centre point of these episodes they're just right. plot devices and also I don't know if you noticed there seems to be two celebrities yeah. or two main sort of mm. side characters in every episode now I don't know whether it's deliberately one for Andy and one yeah. for Maggie but it's almost like they've learned from the Bunny and Les Dennis episode <laughs> the uh, Ross Kemp and Greg or Vinnie Jones episode Do you know what I mean and there seems to be more to play on Bunny was never dependent. a celebrity cameo no, I,
3: know, but just, I know what you, you mean though I mean? a sort of pl- a bit part a bit part pl- yeah. Pl- yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, and it just seems to work. Someone out there, there for
3: comic relief, yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. So yeah,
1: that again, we're following Maggie through a storyline, and we're following Andy. That's another thing that's part. continuing as well. Does mm. that happen throughout this series? Is that a pattern again?
0: I don't think it does. That's what. Does that's what. I mean, we can episode. get into it now, but this is that's what one thing I was going to say. I disliked about this episode. It was so like because what I do every every time before we kind of record these episodes, I watch the episode back and I break it down scene by scene, like and, and take little notes on it. Mm. And this episode was basically just. Maggie in a room of commitment. Maggie in a room of Orlando Bloom. They talk about something. Uh, Andy rehearsing for for um, when the whistle blows. Maggie back in with Orlando Bloom. Yeah, yeah, Andy yeah. back, and yeah. it was literally just. It was all. It was. It was in one day. It was back and forth. Yeah, and back, back and forth. It, together, it I, I, was yes. essentially the same thing, and and, yeah, and they never kind of merged together, which mm. we know. But coming up, we've got. Um, the David Bowie one, which I think comes together brilliantly. We've got... What other episodes have we got coming up? We've got... Uh, so the
2: Daniel Radcliffe one is where... Uh, you've got uh, What's his Name, Warwick Davis. Again, another yeah. example of two celebrities that... Exactly, yeah.
0: But, but, yeah, exactly. But but they tie together. Whereas they I do, yeah. This one, I don't think, tied together. I think it's yeah. because they obviously knew what they wanted to do with Andy. They were like, right, this first episode of, of Series 2, we've got a set-up when the whistle blows. There's a lot to establish yeah. in this one. And we kind of don't really know what to do with Maggie there. So they kind of just had to come up with a separate thing, completely mm. separate thing for Maggie. Which... It's kind of it's commendable, really, because it's like Maggie's her own thing. Maggie's Maggie's, as we said Absolutely. last first yeah, yeah, series, yeah. Maggie's essentially what? the second, like, an equally main character. But in the same time, it doesn't kind of coalesce, and it feels a little bit awkwardly kind mm. of like shoved together. Really,
2: she's the one that has the scenes with the Hollywood superstar in this one.
0: Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah.
2: doesn't even have a scene with Orlando Bloom. He's 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 completely irrelevant. Yeah, they, they don't they even. They, yeah, they, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, by the way it's as far as Cheggers cameo really, I you guys yeah really. I mean
0: every time we've said this probably every time they get the kind of small unknown like yeah, yeah. A, especially t- as, as it was co-produced by HBO completely unknown in America <laughs> yeah. when they get these kind of like unknown <laughs> English in
1: 2006 barely known England really <laughs> yeah you know, his star, yeah. star, star had fallen pretty far well back. exactly what, but what when was the, Les what,
3: Dennis originally uh, sorry not Les Dennis um, so.
2: Abbott's
3: Madhouse yeah. not
0: it no Cheggwin, we're talking Cheggers he was part of the some kind of like the GMTV
1: so no, no, breakfast. No, 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 But he goes.
0: He, no, but he goes way back. He was part of like Checkers a kind of the, the original CBBC lineup. But when he was a kid, so he's a child star. He remember. went and to also, Checker's Place Pop, and was it Celebrity Swap Shop? Things like that. Things way before the, our there,
3: time. There was quite an infamous um, TV show he did where he was bollock naked for the whole yeah thing. for Channel Five. Yes. Yeah, but um, so yeah, that's
0: when he was already like. That was
3: around this Checker's Place That was around this time, wasn't it? Let's have a look at the old Todger. <laughs> yeah, you can see Keith Jenkins Willie. Yeah. Seth's googling Keith Jenkins naked. Naked, that naked Jungle, that was it. That was What's it. Your girlfriend?
1: I'm going to think later when you see his Google history. <laughs> <laughs> he's naked oh Keith my god, Nick. he actually is there. <laughs> yeah, have you yeah. never seen it? No, I've
3: not yeah.
0: seen yeah. it. Look, no. look, someone, look yeah, someone's yeah. messed yeah. up. <laughs> look someone's
3: it. Someone's messed up the pop knob in funny. I but keep calling him Les Dennis. It's funny
0: though. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if it's just because of extras, but in my mind, I've always had them kind of like. As kind of almost, they kind of look kind of one. Yeah. They're kind of like they're ruddy not. faced, short, chubby, they're very yeah, blonde guys. Working like Man's same,
3: Club, same same sort of Yeah, yeah, based, yeah, yeah. They are. And, uh, I, my God, man. I heart. was thinking Chegwin's a bit more edgy than Les <laughs> well, now you think. Not, not, the, not that they're particularly edgy people, but just a little bit more. There's something. No,
2: the hit. Life's Too Short special, you guys have all seen this. That is right? brilliant. That's absolutely top draw. I love it so much. And Keith, what bothers you
5: about Sean? I hate the way he tries to rule our lives like a bloody mother hen. Oh, Keith, Keith, you've eaten nothing but crisps all day. I know. Oh, Keith, there's a piss stain on your trousers. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
2: I love it. One of the tragic things about this, obviously, is there's so many great stars that have gone, like people like um, Gerard Kelly and, and now Keith Chegwin. And, and the saddest part is, is Keith Dragon was probably one of the celebrities we might have had a chance of getting on the podcast. Yes, and I Ian
0: McKellen. I think you done it.
2: Unlike Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart and those guys, that, you know, so... Uh, bit presumptuous maybe, but I would love to have had the opportunity, but um, some of our friends have had the opportunity. These are the guys at What the Actual Fuck, the This Country podcast, which is a a great podcast if you look it up when you get home. Um, They interviewed Cheggers, and they talked a lot about his experience on extras, and they've kindly said we can use it in the podcast. So while this isn't uh, an exclusive interview, here we have an interview with Keith Cheggwin.
5: It's sort of like a, oh, it's like an emotional point. Can we we do it again? Right, we must ask as well. Yes, go on. Both a favourite of ours, Ricky Gervais. Oh, I've never worked with such a fantastic guy in the whole of my life. Do you know what? I am not joking. Uh, I got this phone call and he said, uh, We're doing this thing called extras. And he said, I've written a part. He said, It's not for you. He said, "It's an acting part." He said, "But will you do it?" And so I thought that's odd. So I read the script, and it was, oh god, it was like I had a go at everybody. You know, and I thought, should I do it or not? And I thought, yeah, it doesn't have a go. It's not Keith Chagrin based. Mm. So I did it, and uh, I have never laughed so much in the whole of my life. I was saying to Neil on the uh, way here that my one blooper that I can watch over and right. over again, yes, is <laughs> that and that, yes, I know, <laughs> pop knob yeah. in infanti- funny. How I you got through say. that? I, I because it, as you went on, it just got worse. Yeah, yeah. I know the giggles. He just goes through yeah. everything. Yeah, but he's the most generous comic in the whole wide world. If he thinks of a line, he goes, "I've got a great line." Like, "Oh, that's a great line." Do it. He goes. No, no, for you. Yeah. And he gives all the good lines to the people contributing in the Shag. Right. And then he phoned me back and said uh, a year later, doing this thing called Life's Too Short, we're yeah. going to take part in that. Yeah. That what? And then he phones me up and says, we're doing an hour special about you, Les Dennis, and uh, Sean Williamson. But yeah. what? <laughs> so, I, And you know, I don't care how much people knock me, yeah. because they do. A lot of people go, oh, blooming Keith Shaggin. Mm. But I've got <laughs> one of the best script writers in the yeah. whole wide world who's renowned in America and everywhere. Else, sitting in a room writing gags for Keith <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, I can't uh, tell you. It's such a genuinely privilege. bloody funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, genuinely funny. yeah. yeah. But so that but must it, be a gift for for like an actor or performer like yourself. It is actually, you have to admit. Uh, but you can see how busy he is because mm. we did a, a, an hour long Life Too Short, and we got the script a year in advance. Really? Yeah. Really? And I said, why have you got it so soon? So because Ricky's so busy with work and everything else yeah. that uh, he, he's like writing things now, which will be done in three years' time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, Ricky Gervais is just fantastic. The Sandman hates him. Really? Yeah, because you do a scene, he's giggling throughout. Right. And the sound guy goes, I can't use any of this (laughs) because you're laughing too much. And they they work well together, don't they, as well? Stephen Merchant. Oh, Stephen Merchant. Brilliant. Well, they direct and produce the whole thing themselves. Mm. You know, they are in control of it. And the reason being is because. Editors, when they sort of uh, do a comedy series, a, a, a guy just comes in and cuts the show together. Uh, when people laugh, he chops it and then moves mm. on. But they don't, they leave all the embarrassing bits in where you're cringing, going, <laughs> oh, God, turn <laughs> it off now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're very sort of uh, caring about what they produce, mm. you know, which is great, really. Sometimes I don't know who's talking to who.
2: By the way, <laughs> do you guys notice that the opening scene for this episode is the same as the opening series? Uh, the opening scene, in episode one, with Maggie starting it again. So mm. in the same way as in the first series, it's all centered around Maggie to begin with. What, we got that mean, initial phone call in this episode.
1: Remember the, what about the courtroom scene? That's, yeah, that's exactly. the very first. And scene. And she's just looking around aimlessly. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, she's kind of gauntlessly staring <laughs> yeah. she's at the she's ceiling. Even a extra room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even an Maggie, extra, yeah. she's fairly <laughs> inept,
3: isn't she? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then obviously we've got that ridiculous uh, courtroom drama scene, oh, yeah. as if that's what the Americans think of uh, British courtroom dramas, you know, it's just
5: Shove your facts and your flowers Order! Order!
2: I order you...
6: to kiss and make up.
5: My lord. My lord.
0: You heard me. Yeah, it's obviously <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> supposed to be like a Richard Curtis <laughs> kind of. <laughs> romper.
3: Yeah, I was seeing Love Actually or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What I thought was funny <laughs> about that is, is that the love interest in that. Is actually a, an actress, like a significant actress in her own right. I thought I'd seen her. She's that called before. Sophie Miles. She was in the Thunder... This is what I recognise her from the Thunderbirds movie. She played Lady Penelope. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's,
0: she it's, was he's in. She's
1: checking IMDb. He doesn't just know all No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I knew
0: it. I just wanted to see what, <laughs> el- I just wanted to see what else uh, she else. No, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rumble. Like I, knew she, I, knew... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew she was in Lady, uh, Lady Penelope in Thunderbirds, but she was also in a James Franco film called Tristan and Isolde, which was like oh. a kind of romantic, kind of like and, uh, historical
1: thing. Evolution forget that one. I can read off the screen. No, as well. no, but what I mean, my, point, my point, my point, my point being,
0: But she was kind of like a kind of and significant actress in her own right. But it's funny that she just doesn't get named. There it was, it's kind of like um, the Le- gets a credit, though, Le- Lisa there. Lisa Tarbuck. Yes. Even though she's obviously supposed to be Lisa Tarbuck, as n- and at no point is named as Lisa Tarbuck. No, they don't play out her. Remember Lisa I remember when I remember when I first no. saw it. <laughs> yeah. Before there's an episode later where the makeup lady's trying to I get her, say, into, and they call her Lisa, her Lisa. Lisa, right? But before, I remember when I first watched Extras. Before that, I was wondering, is she supposed to be Lisa Tarbuck, or yeah, yeah, is she, she just supposed just to be a woman another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That role. But it's funny, like in, in in series two, they've got obviously at least they've got two of those where it's a famous like a, a, an actress or an actor of note who just isn't name checked yeah. and like so most people would watch this and not realize that that the uh, the other person opposite Orlando Bloom in that scene is someone is famous, someone fairly famous yeah, herself. Because yeah, exactly. yeah,
3: yeah. I I thought I've I, I thought I recognised her from somewhere. Yeah. But is she is that what I'm confused about now? Is is she supposed to be herself or is that? Oh, or,
0: it's too, I think too male, I think right? she yeah, said yeah. no. It's supposed to. I, I it's supposed to. Well, it says in this actually in this scripting, it's a film. Oh, called, yeah, I remember now. It's a film called Rejection Overruled. Probably <laughs> <laughs> <Rejection laughs> by Richard Curtis Rejection or something. Overruled. But yeah, it's supposed to be like a rom com starring yeah. Orlando Bloom and Sophia oh, Miles. Too. Yeah. Oh, it yeah does like, that yeah. Like
1: the average scene in Love Actually is pretty much at that level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It's not
3: that
0: different,
1: <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: to be fair, I know he doesn't get many lines and he's not particularly woven into the main plot, but Orlando Bloom is pretty funny. I
3: think he was one of the better cameos in terms of just laughter value. I think
2: delivery of like the whole Johnny Tendert vitriol was yeah. fantastic.
5: Willie Wonka, Johnny Wanker.
2: And the way he says, his head just turns,
3: yeah.
0: and he just goes dark. or so, so bitter. Well, yeah. and the whole happily on the wall near Royal Windsor. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliantly timed. I still, I, start, I chuckle about that like, every now and then to this mm-hmm. day. Where I'm from, he wouldn't last five minutes. He gets smacked straight away. Where are you from? Happily on the world near Royal Windsor.
2: <sighs> it makes you wonder what's happened to him and Johnny Depp on the set, though. Do you know what Is there some <laughs> sort of bad blood, or is he yeah. just a bit of an egotist?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, should we talk about Orlando Bloom? Because, like, I don't know about you guys, but we were teenagers when Lord of the Rings was kind True. of at Zenith was like the yeah. massive phenomenon biggest and film in the world straight away when Fellowship of the Ring came out every girl in my year fancied Orlando Bloom yeah. did you guys find that yeah just yeah. like it's, it's hard to state now what kind of what a he was like people who are kind of like young now who weren't around at the time Aren't going to kind of realise you look at him now and you probably he looks a bit like a, a bit kind of scruffy and ratty, doesn't he? Even in this, he's kind of got that kind of like long this hair, he's got a bit of fluff around his face. He doesn't look like a kind of like a pretty boy, he was already kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. already tell he was a kind of second choice, even in this. But when in 2001 or 2002 when he was Legolas in Lord of the Rings, he was fucking Goodness. massive mm, and mm. everyone, every girl fancied him. And... Oh,
1: sounds like sounds like you are a bit of a crush yourself.
6: Don't make me fucking sick. I'm going to vomit if you carry on like that. Um,
0: yeah. But also, everyone knew he was a shit actor, though, right? Like, and he's he's kind of proven it. He's kind of gone. He got Pirates of the Caribbean off the back of being in Lord of Rings, and then since then he's kind of done nothing. Mm. Like he's kind of just completely faded away. What else has he been in? Well, should we find out? Do you want to play the IMDb game?
3: Yeah, yep, go for yeah, it. Right. Oh, so,
0: <laughs> the Orlando Bloom IMDb, ga- IMDb yeah. game. The IMDb game is when we, these three, Danny, uh, Seth, Seth, and James, <laughs> 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 <Stop> <laughs> blowing yeah,
3: have to guess
0: <laughs> what IMDb have selected as Orlando Bloom's top four yeah, known four films. Right, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. So,. What do you think Orlando Bloom's top nine four films are? Right,
2: Lord of the Rings. Which one? Oh, uh, Return of the King, probably.
0: That's on there, yeah. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, number three, yeah. I'm going to say Fellowship of the Ring. Fellowship of the Ring is also on there, yeah. Hobbit. No, that's it. We're done with Lord of the Rings now. So there's two more. Parts of the Caribbean. Parts of the Caribbean one, yes. Oh, there you so, go. Go. so now here we go. That's the car we... being
1: dead man's chest.
0: No, no, no. Just,
3: there's just the first part of the game. So there's one more. There's one more that's not.
1: Is it
0: not, in it's not Lord, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the
3: Rings. Or... And it's not part well, of well, the game. Well, that's the Carabin. problem. He hasn't done anything oh, else.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Extras. Was he in the movie too? Extras. Scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he
3: wasn't in the movie too. He's been like Nitra. Yeah. Extras. Has he been in some rom com or something? Oh,
2: yeah. Was he in love actually?
3: He wasn't in love actually. No, he wasn't. But I'm sure he's been in.
1: Pretty much the act of. Yeah, the only the answer, it. wasn't it yeah. shall i tell you Got it's
3: it. kingdom of heaven the Ridley
0: scott films. remember was? that yeah yeah, yeah. Like and face. he was a, yeah about
1: his leg, laugh.
0: <laughs> and he was also in <laughs> troy do you remember troy yeah uh, and he was yeah. in a cameron crowe film a guy that directed jerry yeah. Maguire. he was called elizabeth town so he's done but these seasons. were all films all yeah but these were, though, they were all yeah these were all films after before he was even in extras these are all films from before he was in extras after he was in Pirates of the Caribbean and Lord of Rings, where I was obviously like, right, Orlando Bloom, he's a he's a Hollywood star, and they were trying to kind of like make something of him, but all of those films flopped. But the thing is, though, what well, the
2: point I was really trying to make was that series two is consistently reviewed <laughs> yeah, as being yeah. better throughout the series. It is better. The audience, you know it is I mean? better, and I think it is better, even if you know, even if you. You know, don't appreciate some of the characteristics that come out of Andy and all the rest of it. I genuinely think it's better. And we talked a bit about it in the last series. It's very much like when Neil turns up in The Office. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Suddenly he's got a, a new boss, someone to to strive to strive against and, and to push back against.
3: The head of the BBC is a bit it's of funny, a Neil you know, it's type. An, it's yeah.
2: almost like a perfect archetype of, of the structure of Series 2 of The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In many ways. I bet you, right, when uh, Afterlife, the new series, is going to be out soon, I bet you that character has like a new boss or something. Mm. Or a new... Like uh, antagonist that he's got to push
3: back against. Well, it'd have to do something. because. <laughs> <Yeah. But, yeah, laughs> just, just watch this
2: face, because I bet you that's what happens. You know
3: what yeah. I liked about Series 2 as well, which I made at the same point about Series 2 of uh, The Office as well. It made me laugh more, which is yeah, always important. Exactly. It's yeah. funnier. Yeah. I was always was waiting one. for when the whistle blows, which yeah. is obviously hilarious. It
0: raises yeah. mistakes. It's There's raises more mistakes. laughs. There's more laughs. And it just... I've always said... And I'll say it again now because we're actually in the thick of it. We're starting to talk about when the whistle blows and the whole kind of Mm. Andyman getting his own sitcom thing. I think that Series 2 of Extras encapsulates everything that Gervais and Merchant have wanted to say about their most important themes throughout their whole career. And I think that's why they've kind of Bottomed out a little bit since then because they kind of Mm. creatively, thematically spent. Yeah, after series two, yeah, and and I'm not, and I'm certainly not saying extras is better than the office because it's not. I mean, I love extras, but it doesn't touch the office in terms of kind of creativity, in terms of like kind of like cultural kind of Mm. impact. But I think even in the office, the themes they're wanting to get at, uh, Brent's kind of like desperation for fame. Uh, yeah. It's kind of his pathetic kind of want to be kind of culturally important Is it? and loved. Is it? They took it to his <laughs> Nadir. In yeah, this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They but, but Andy Millman having his own sitcom and kind of what he has to struggle with and the kind of and the the question of popularity or kind of or, or respect or but, I mean like that it's popularity, popularity <laughs> yeah. versus respect that's what David Brent was always struggling with yeah, and that's yeah. what Andy Millman's struggling with and he's just struggling and struggling with it at the kind of the highest level and it's the focus of the yeah. show it's the it, it, yeah. it, it, it's popularity with, 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 with a nation with with millions of TV yeah, yeah. viewers or or respect of, of the nation's kind of cultural tastemakers aka right. the kind of you know, you know so, yeah. the, the Guardian Easters the journalists and stuff mm. the, the Gregs of the world so it's kind of imagine it's if David Brent, it's basically if David Brent got to make his own sitcom.
1: You know, only a uh, few
2: yeah. people in the world will ever have both of them and he will never be one thing of is, them. The well, thing exactly. Andy's more flawed than Brent, but, the, but I take your point 100%. I mean, and they say right. about... Yeah, you no, know, I'm not know. saying it's the same, no, I know,
0: I know, but you can see that it's the themes that they were also tr- uh, kind of tr- writing about in mm. The Office. I mean, it's I, an extension of that, Yeah, isn't exactly. It? So and, a, they've, and, they, and they've taken it to its kind of logical conclusion, yeah, which is yeah. someone who is, who's gone through what they went through mm. in The Office, which is kind of making a TV show and having to struggle with that. And luckily for them, they didn't have to struggle with it for very long because The Office was kind of a hit in both ways pretty much straight away, but they obviously kind of they're interested also in kind of the struggling every man who kind of like takes it too far with kind of a Larry David type who mm. kind of like fucks it all up for himself and can't help but kind of dig his yeah. own holes.
2: Well, they say you write about what you know, don't you? Yeah. They? And obviously before he did the world of showbiz, before he entered it, he didn't know about it. So yeah. it's natural that as soon as he starts to get into the limelight with The Office and, and he went, you know, he became mm. mental famous really, 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 yeah. really, really fast. So it's almost like he was able to see what he's able to depict in series two really really clearly yeah uh, but after his I
0: journey mean, with the and I do think that sorry Danny but I do think that I've always yeah I, I still think that when the whistle blows is, is kind of him Kind of thinking, oh my God, this is what the office could yeah, have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think he kind of, he probably uh, at that yeah, time was is. having sleepless nights, thinking, thank fuck, but it worked out how it did because it could have been this. You could have been facial recognition. Yeah. So, so he's kind of, he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, kind of he's almost, <laughs> he's almost smu- <laughs> <laughs> Some people would say <laughs> too. I don't too, get it. Like, <laughs> some people would say too smugly, but he's almost smugly saying, look at what I kind of like, didn't do. This is how brilliant I am. Yeah, I didn't yeah. turn into kind of Andy Millman I didn't kind of turn David Brent into kind of Mr. Stokes. I made something brilliant, but this is what it could have been. Look how shit. It could have been. Do you I
1: know mean, what I mean? this is what I don't. This is what I kind of what I don't like because I find like, you know, both the series of The Office and the series one of experts are really, really relatable to the average person. I think series two, it loses that relatability. In The Office as well, you think? Uh, no, no, no. Series two no, no, of experts. Just series yeah, but didn't, experts. Didn't they have to do that if they wanted
3: to take but it to its
1: logical experts, conclusion? It just becomes like, and it almost feels like it just feels a bit snooty. But the what would they? What, 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 what yeah. Richard Herring said isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard and
0: I, I, I definitely this. agree with that. Like I said, it's kind of it's it's almost like too smug. It's but like,
3: then, but then, what else would they do? Stay in their comfort zone and just write about things that they've have experienced, but now they've moved on from. Like Jack was saying, you know, they. Sorry, James was saying there. You write about what you know. This is what they know now. This is their experience. Yeah of fame and everything. And the so is, they've, got to, they've got to run the risk of alienating some people by kind of writing about what's become true to them. So just, like, you know I mean. just like
2: how Brent and Gareth and Tim and Dawn, all these people exist in reality, people like Andy, I bet the showbiz world is thick of them. Do you know what I mean? Thick with them, rather. I bet yeah. you it's absolutely bet of Absolutely thick of them. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I bet it's full of people <laughs> like that thick who, of who, them. Just, who are so ungrateful for what they've got. Sneer, thick of sneering <laughs> at each other for kind of having a better part or a better role. Oh, on. God, I, it must I, be right. I want to be uh, reporter number one. All that kind of stuff. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So it, there's so much so much ammo there in fact i remember on the xfm podcast where steve was talking about amdram societies and how the backbiting and stuff was so (laughs) vicious and hilarious i'd love
7: to go to amdram amdram is a whole other world it's just it's such an incredible place because there's so much backbiting and envy and really oh it's incredible it's worse than the real world of theater and tv it's unbelievable because the same old people get to do it every year because they can hold a note can we go along you would absolutely adore it james it Just is because
2: that was way before they started writing extras that was when they were doing the series two of the office so that yeah. kind of conversation i can see literally leading to having more open conversations about the world of showbiz and then mm. that potentially grew into extras mm. that's why i love those xfm shows because you can sort of you can you trace back the origin of yeah yeah, the yeah, yeah yeah pieces, and the genesis of some of these ideas you can shows.
0: see the
3: seeds of of, of stuff yeah. being sown. well
0: there's so much stuff yeah if you've kind of if you're kind of, if you've listened to all of those xfm shows in The Office, in Extras, in Ricky Gervais' stand-up, yeah, there's the same stories, the same themes, the same kind of, you can see the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same jokes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see where all this comes from.
2: See, the thing about Andy is, I mean, even in the very beginning of this episode, the very first shot of him we see is him sitting there and he's already got reservations and it's straight away a reminder for us to say, Mm. okay, yes, he's got this show now, straight away, first episode, here we go. He's starting filming, Maggie's coming along, 7.30 start, (laughs) but he's, he's kind of not... He, 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 he can see weeks. the writing yeah. on the wall he knows he's kind of in too deep to pull back but he's sort of almost virtue signaling in, in a way that, in, in terms of how he wants it to have more credibility but really mm. he doesn't mean it
0: mm. you know what I mean I mean he's, he's kind of because he's so desperate but basically he's, he's just so desperate for everyone to know right he's like one of those a, a contestants in the apprentice isn't he where it's like i'm gonna let everyone know i haven't got any kind of like suggestions for how to steer it back on yeah, track Yeah, exactly but i want everyone to know that i don't approve of this just so that um, when it sinks i can say exactly i i try, i
3: i, 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 I didn't approve it yeah yeah just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like
2: you know darren says to him you know he, he blows a bit of smoke up his ass and then he says no darren tell me the truth i want you to know what you think and he says no well, if you want to walk out i'm right behind you but then he doesn't even take that opportunity, so it's almost like he just wants to hear it, but yeah. not act on it.
0: So he, I mean? yeah, so he's kind of moping around all the time. Yeah, and instead of kind of just thinking, like, yeah, he he could. I mean, I don't know how. To be honest, if I was in this situation, I'd I'd think. You know, I'd You'd probably right. just try and make the best. I'd of what see the writing of the wall and see, think it was going to be shit as well. But yeah, you, you kind of almost wish he would kind of make the best of it and just
3: try and make it the best. You just, just make exactly, it as funny yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah. What, and yeah, think, well, I can build Jerry up do my. It.
1: I'm asking you, Mister Stokes, now, Jack.
3: Let Danny do it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> let yeah. Barry
3: do it. Every so often, every softer often, it happens to
1: you, Just let me do it.
3: Every so often, I'm reminded of the fact that Danny's wearing this when the whistle blows. Yeah, he's sitting there trying to be serious with his little notepad out, with his glasses and curly wig. It's funny. I was, uh, seeing, I was seeing when Maggie's friend, how she's, you know, you've got Greg who's kind of like that voice yeah, in yeah, Ricky Gervais' like Greg, yeah. head. Who, that that voice of failure in Ricky uh, in Andy Millman's head. This is like the voice of failure in Maggie's head constantly telling her that she's not quite good enough to be to be there yeah. with these people, you know. I've got to be honest, I was a bit confused as to what
0: her role was. Is she supposed to be an actress, some kind of like... I think she's yeah, more yeah, supporting she's actress, actress. actress. I mean, who's made it. I didn't
3: it. know whether she was supposed to be like a producer or no, I think knows, she's something. supposed to have made it to sort of like... You know, yeah, like maybe, yeah, maybe like. Of
2: course
1: he does. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: she's basically made it to like a, a slightly higher platform, but not massively higher. But she's just mm-hmm. there to remind Maggie of how shit everything's going. Fair, and that's got to be the di- inner dialogue of Maggie. You say right? that,
2: but I don't get the impression that Maggie thinks more than once about her as soon as she's left the room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like she's it, she doesn't internalize. She it, like, stirs up
3: her doubts though, yeah, doesn't she? In the moment. There,
2: but I think you know, for example, Greg. Andy carries Greg with him. Yeah. Greg
3: is literally
0: in Andy's head. Yeah. because Maggie, as we said before, has no, she has no, absolutely no kind of like ambition to be an actress. Even when she says, like, oh, when her friend says, oh, I'll, I'll phone up and try and get yeah, you this she's role. Like, oh, no, she's, no, she yeah, She almost says, like, no, I, I'm not an actress. Yeah. I think that's pretty much about exactly what she says. She gets talked over. But she has no kind of like, yeah, she's got no ambition. She's got no kind of inclination. I, in, she, I think in she's got a low it.
3: opinion of herself as well. I don't think she thinks she's good enough to do any of that stuff. So she just settled on her lot with her flat grotty little flat behind Londis (laughs) (laughs) and she's settled there she's settled there I mean
0: yeah I I think she she does have a low opinion of herself but I don't think it's kind of I don't think it's kind of to her detriment that she kind of has a low opinion of herself in terms of being an actress. She's like, yeah. not, not everyone can be yeah, an actress. Nice. Not she's everyone can be an fine. actress. So she hasn't. She's not intending. So be an she's just an actress does, just she, but, for money. But she kind of yeah. doesn't really know what else she wants to yeah, do. That, exactly. That's kind of an unfortunate side. Yeah, scenario. yeah. That's the sad but part. It's it, it's not that she's like. I don't know what else I want to do. So I want to be an actress. Like she's kind of. She knows she's not going to be an actress. Not everyone gets to be an actress. So she's not kind of like putting that pressure on herself like mm. Andy does. Yeah. But yeah, she doesn't really know what else she wants to do. It's just yeah. such
2: great. Like passive aggression, though. Yeah, the yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, have you guys ever seen *League of Gentlemen*? Yeah. You know uh, Iris and Mrs. Levinson. Oh yes. yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. so yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. You know yeah. what I'm talking about with that? Yeah. It's just oh it's just so well built, and it just sort of builds up and up and up to the point well where built. Built, well, built. <laughs> <But> well built, well <laughs> built,
4: well
2: built. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it's muscle, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, it, yeah it's just so perfect man. I love that That's and there so is cool.
3: quite a nice moment of validation where Orlando Bloom comes and kisses her in front yes. of that one yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's, it's quite, it's, it feels a bit shoehorned in that there's no real relevance to anything particularly I don't think I mean it's, it's just, just a, a just, classic just, it's sick. just a nice moment of validation
0: yeah and it's a classic sick, obviously the kind of the subversion was the kind of of the Orlando Bloom cameo, yeah, yeah. At the, at the time, everyone fancied him, and, and Maggie doesn't, does does yeah. And the only way to go with that on a sitcom is for then Orlando Bloom to kind of beg Chase her, for her. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the perfect playing time to do that was in front of this woman who that... just doesn't know where yeah. she's going so wrong. It, so
1: she's just been rejected by the um, you know, exactly, yeah.
0: So yeah. it's 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 the classic broad sitcom template, yeah. Like kind of a, a setup yeah. and subversion. And it's then...
3: interesting how extras, you know, it it parodies the broad sitcom, yeah. It is far more of a broad sitcom. Than the office, like, yeah, it four. is essentially a broad sitcom. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely put a laughter track on this. Yeah, yeah, at but, times, and they get to do that stuff, and I and I think they're good at it as well. You know, I like that they I get to They, play they, they the that line stuff.
2: perfectly, though, don't they? Do you know yeah, they're mean?
3: good at it. You know, it's a, they could settle into a more broad role. I, th- I think with a sitcom, I, th- I wish they'd gone in that direction rather than the direction of Derek. Yeah. I anyway, mean? I wish they'd gone more broad. Mm. Well, Danny, you thing. said that you wish they'd just literally made When the Whistle Blows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you could take it to <laughs> its logical conclusion yeah, and say exactly. they just yeah. make that. See, yeah. This is a
2: funny thing, right? Everybody who loves extras says... That anybody who loves When the Whistle Blows, they always say, oh, I would love it if they made a real one. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if it was a genuine show, if it was a real show. Yeah, but, but we were saying that. But so yeah. at the same time, it's Mrs. Bit... Brown's Boys is pretty much When the Whistle universally Blows. Universally <laughs> yeah. Universally despised by anybody who loves the author,
0: The uh, way, v- The only way to make it, really, would be to do it as a kind of joke. An in-joke. Yeah. That you but, get. The it. problem should, with Mrs. Pounds boys is 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 that it's shit, but it kind of actually thinks it. it's not saying we know this is shit. It's saying we actually think this is funny. You're yeah. supposed to laugh at the jokes. When the audience laughs on the laughter Ooh. track that's genuinely You're not laughing supposedly. ironically. Yeah, that's yeah. genuinely supposed but to be funny. Fair, yeah, I it's g- not ironic, exactly. Yeah, but,
2: but to be fair, if it makes you laugh, it makes you... I, I kind of feel like... Make him it, 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 the <laughs> the <laughs> distinction between whether it's ironic or funny is kind of irrelevant if it's
0: funny. Have you ever you watched know an know episode
3: mean? of Mr. Well, yeah. blows, and it Fatboy? Did you like, laugh?
2: No, I did laugh a couple of times. Oh, really?
3: I chuckled at the ridiculousness. Yeah,
0: exactly, that's what I'm getting at. You laughed because it was shit. It was a shit shit. So therefore, it is like when the whistle blows. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, I'm not a fan of
2: it, to be honest. That yeah. I don't really respect it very much but and also won fucking BAFTAs this year. Did you see that? It was Best strange. Oh, yeah, I fa- I which found is it... why
0: it's not unrealistic that Andy then gets nominated for a like Yeah, true. Which yeah, some people have I said, f- like if it's, it. if it's that bad and it's kind of got back critically panned, it's unrealistic. Because yeah, it you got know, it thick kids, thick parents. Yeah, <laughs> but it absolutely is the kind of thing that would be the fourth nominee for comedy. Oh, at the It's interesting.
2: I don't know. It's just because it is so much like when the whistle blows. And in fact, there's a video tube on YouTube and a video on YouTube. Yeah, which is a side by side comparison. Spot the difference.
3: Yeah, The catchphrase, brilliant. But that's
1: because thing in the 90s, Dinner Ladies. Oh yeah, that was very yeah, much yeah, like yeah. yeah that, That's <laughs> a very, very yeah. 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 But, but that's <laughs> Dinner Ladies but, was reasonably
3: funny was though, actually. Yeah, again, uh, for me, that's a closer match to When the Whistle Blows and Mrs. Brown's
1: Boys. But the reason didn't
0: why ladies. When the Whistle Blows are so similar to Mrs. Brown's Boys is because When the Whistle Blows was supposed to be kind of like a parody of and the final word on these shit, archaic, studio, uh c- c- laughter track yeah. sitcoms that the office was supposed to have done away with the kill, yeah, exactly. And, and, and this was basically Gervais merchant doing a victory lap, saying, "Look at what yeah, we yeah, killed. Yeah, Look yeah. at what you don't have to and watch people anymore." People did just like, wander in onto set
2: from presenters, like yeah. someone like um, Keith Chegwin would be totally at home in somewhere in something yeah. like Dinner Ladies. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah, would. yeah, they yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like or the yeah. British Empire or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But. So that was it, quite the good the British Empire <laughs> yeah that was quite good <laughs> yeah, yeah, be I, I a bet if you or the Thin
3: black
1: Blue black Line but,
3: Chris, yeah. Chris Barry was a very talented performer I thought the British Empire was, was alright
1: he, was, right. just like proto Brent he
3: was, was like a, like a like proto-Brent he yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, was a proto-Brent
1: yeah but like again blurry. exactly see what I mean but your cock up my ass. It's like the highlight it's
3: your cock up my ass, Raymond and he just walked away and realised what he said right so now we're just talking about how much we love these sitcoms well no I do I've got a soft spot for them I mean Mrs Brown's voice but that's because of our youth if it was on TV now you would not watch it but I remember if you did You'd think it was shit. I, I remember mis- watching Mrs. Brown's boys and my grandma put it on, funny enough, and it was like it was like being in a care home watching it. It was like this woozy state between being conscious and awake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like being spoon-fed these strange one-liners. yeah, these strange one-liners and yeah. it, it, was, it was it was bizarre. <laughs> because is, it, it does remind you of that time that we thought was gone, yeah. But this here is what I mean. You know. So so The Office comes out, basically our new
0: era of comedy. The 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 studio laughter track sitcom, broad sitcom is dead. Mm when the whistle blows is kinda of basically saying, This is what we've killed, let's mm. all celebrate it and laugh at what was And then like the next year, Mrs. Brown boys come back and it's completely unironically, sincerely a broad studio comedy laughter track that, just I mean, show that uh, there's a place for it. Though like. I mean, it's... yeah, I mean, this of is of, the thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: have you heard, of Harry, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard <laughs> of Harry Enfield? Harry Enfield. He actually said an interview. Who's he said yeah, so yeah. Once the office came out, he just thought that's it. I'm knackered now. My mm. my kind of comedy's over. And then when Little Britain came out, it was like actually no, I can still do this. Oh, yeah. So actually, Little Britain. That's another. But the Little
3: songs, Britain on like, like, reappraisal wasn't bad actually.
1: I love Little Britain, man. I think
3: that's the wrong time say because
0: I think under reappraisal, it's like oh, okay, that was racist. Actually, are, I quite like that it that it's
3: kind of anti woke, yeah. if you know what I mean. I really got a bugbear against yeah. woke culture, yeah, 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 so yeah, I, yeah. I kind of appreciated that it was not too bloody sensitive. Bit. You know, yeah, what it, it mean? would never it get, actually, it would never. No, 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 no it actually it definitely. Actually, starts definitely. to sound a yeah. bit more
1: like Lawrence Fox when, you think, when you're saying it. Funnily enough, people <laughs> 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 are too sensitive. <laughs> 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 it's
3: the most followers love me. Oh no, I don't want to sound like that. Carry it out. No, that's too far the other way. But.
0: What are we saying? But yeah, so, so so Mrs. Brown's Boys, the reason why it's so similar to When the Whistle Blows is because it is ironically being what When the Whistle Blows was take, being ironic yeah, about and no, taking understand. the piss out of. I,
2: what I'm getting at is I think, I don't know. Does, do you think everybody that likes Mrs. Brown's Boys, like, do you think anybody who likes Mrs. Brown's Boys likes it in an ironic way?
0: No. Uh, I don't think you can. I think it's so shit that you can't watch it ironically. Maybe. yeah. Anyone who watches that kind of thing ironically, which there is people, and I sometimes watch things ironically, but mm-hmm. Mrs. Brown's Boys is so bad that there it's impossible to watch so ironically it's so, it's so it. I don't want to watch this for half an what hour it. it's like,
2: I don't think you, you, we. I don't know because it's like everyone would love there to be a real when the whistle blows and yeah. I feel like we've got something here that's in its DNA 90% similar and yet we, but, everyone just why don't we try, try. Why don't we try? just you might, it interesting do you know what I, but I mean but you only
0: want there to be a real when the whistle blows if it's done in the ironic way so that you know that it's taking the piss but you could just take it
2: I guess it's not worth discussing but why don't we try
3: why don't we try it. Why don't we try it? Why don't we put it to the test and try Delight, and live when the whistle blows. No, we're not going
1: to I don't want to make any promises. I mean, what? 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 <laughs> you uh, what, what I will say that's the one. This, yeah. Right, sorry. Cut out. I was watching a documentary, <laughs> <watching> documentary about <laughs> Simpsons. Matt Groening said. He gets thousands of letters every year from people that say they want uh, Itchy and Scratchy to have their own show. They don't want what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah, that's what he yeah. Said. And I think it's exactly the same as when the whistle blows. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my two cents. Yeah, all right. Done. <laughs> I love the way we'll you do the tire. Yeah,
2: the tie. <laughs> tie the up. tire's oh, yeah, been done Brown. up. So from the neck down, he's
0: David
5: Brennan. <laughs> 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 and from the neck up, he's, he's um, <laughs> Mr. Still. My
0: ears are burning
2: the rehearsals are fucking excellent in this episode because yeah. we get the very first shot of this set we get the very first introduction to Gobbler and uh, what's the woman's name? Yeah what
0: is the woman's name? I don't think she's ever given a name No she is Rita she is, Rita, Rita, sure. Rita that's it and, Rita <laughs>
2: and we get our first shot of Keith Chagwin coming in yeah. and this scene we talked about the comedy of Escalation this is so perfect this scene how they layer probably about six or seven layers with all these different takes as mm. he tries to come through the door and he just does a little bit more wrong every time Yeah. and you see Andy just getting more and more exasperated
6: and then
0: by the end he's doing everything yeah, yeah, oh, yeah brilliant, brilliant. It double is, yeah. whammy it's
5: no, just yeah, yeah, yeah. So perfect. Okay, action Sad Too far, left a bit Don't look at me Okay, ask him the question Why are you like because my sister buried me today. Oh, for fuck's sake! Why would your sister bury you? Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the funny thing is, Keith Chegwin is, is is a presenter, yeah. playing a bad actor, yeah. but doing a great job of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he's actually, ironically, doing a really good job of acting, in a way? Yeah, yeah no, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, doing yeah, yeah. a really very, good very, job of acting very,
3: very badly. And again, yeah.
2: it's, it's just like this, Dennis. Absolutely steals the show in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Well,
0: that so one good. scene is one of the funniest scenes yeah, in, in the whole of extras.
3: Yeah, and then they, I love the way they have to put a little twist on his character and reveal him to be horribly racist. <laughs> and yeah, racist yeah, well, this is <laughs> a thing. Just like, out of the blue, that, they're not expecting that, it. <laughs> that, that first scene of, when
0: he's in it is funny, but you but it's nothing. Uh, there's nothing, nothing that's not par for the course for Keith Checker. and You think, yeah, yeah they're taking a the piss out of fact that He's a shit actor. Like yeah. he's kind of yeah. like yeah. Go, gormless, happy-go-lucky. Keith, you yeah. kind of Been d- drafted in. Yeah, a replacement, late replacement. So then that second scene when he sits
5: down, he goes, "Still run by Jews and Queers, is it? It's what? This place. Still run by Jews and Queers." It's, it's just so know. out of the blue. <laughs> the yeah, blue yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And be like, oh shit, I know where they are going with this cameo. Yeah. But before that, in the first scene,
2: though, when he's, he comes over and he, he says in totally earnestly in a really sort of dark way, Sometimes,
3: I don't know who's talking to who.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
4: and, uh,
3: and this kind and of darkness just, falls over his face <laughs> like sometimes I don't know who's <laughs> it just, it just, it just Dawn's <laughs> on
2: Andy that you, who he's dealing with yeah. and uh, and it's almost like you see Andy growing a little bit as well because it's it's the first time you see him sort of get involved in directing a little bit do you know what I mean <laughs> so it's a sort of yeah. behind the camera sort of uh, talent, I don't want to say, but you know what I mean. It's almost like he—I don't think he's supposed to be the director. But obviously, there's another person there doing the directing, and Andy just gets involved, doesn't he?
0: Uh, I think—I mean, it's kind of like the off- like he was in the office. I think he is supposed to be right. A director. I don't think he is. Do you not think? I, so? No,
2: definitely not. I, I don't think.
0: Well, so he's a scriptwriter,
3: he, he so surely he had a, he'd have some influence. Yeah, right yeah. Oh yeah, because the other guy's going to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, Let's move on.
2: Yeah, cut, take that. And he goes, sorry, I don't mean to get involved. Yeah, to yeah. do, do you know? Yeah. What yeah. Mean? So he's Good point. It's an interesting sort of development, and then he starts calling the shots and saying, "Right, that's lunch. That's
1: lunch." just like Rowan in the office. Right, that's lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's
2: actually two references to the office. I don't know, they're probably not references. No, they're yeah. same.
3: the same lines. Yeah. Whether that's deliberate or not, so I yeah, don't know. You've got that one where it's it's sort of a laziness or genius. Yeah, so yeah. you've got, right,
2: that's
4: lunch.
0: Yeah, and, and what's the other
1: one? Not the arse. Not the arse. Got Orlando looking at um, Heat Magazine and one just like inside paper.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, a little bit more, yeah, <laughs> a little bit more left off. Oh, it's true though, people like Cheggers would pop up on something like on something like Mrs. Brown's Boys, for Yeah, of yeah, course. Totally just true. drafted yeah, yeah. in, just randomly appearing. Yeah. What's Keith Cheggwin doing on Mrs. Brown's Boys? <laughs> Mental. <laughs> <laughs> but he could, he'd just kind of walk in, breeze in. Like, yeah, exactly. And then yeah, everyone would whoop, like, oh, is it? Yeah. This is the
0: question I had, right? Do you think Keith Chegwin in When the Whistle Blows, do you think the character of Alfie is supposed to be a one-episode cameo to launch the show, or do you reckon he was supposed to be... Uh, co- a constant. Do you reckon he's supposed to be a cast member throughout? That's it? interesting because we don't see be... him again. No, really. I think
2: he's meant to be a cast member because yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I think he's meant to be a cast member. Okay.
0: So you don't think it's as to keep no, checking is going to be a cameo in this one episode?
3: No, because to so kind
0: of launch it, our big, our big first episode to start. I, but I see then... him. As,
3: I see him as like the last little remnant as well of Andy's serious vision for it because he had this whole yeah. my sister just me. But slowly, really slowly no, but surely no, that he he gets yeah, cut yeah, 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 out. yeah. sister yeah.
1: That's mental.
3: But slowly but surely that gets cut out of his his vision. So maybe they chose to cut the album character out and, and altogether. Maybe Keith got fired for his. Well, yeah, exactly. on, uh, yeah, but then also <laughs> they they cut that out the and Alfie character because he represents that serious artistic vision, the pretentious artistic it. vision. That he also, had.
1: there's the bit with Gobbler, you know, where he's lamenting his lack of a love life and you know doing a thing with a mop. Oh yeah, that could have you know made <laughs> like things a bit more serious. Well, yeah. that actually was, that looked quite good there, but I wanted to see the rest of that. Well, this is, is <laughs> no another question, he right. starts having his little strop.
0: But this is, maybe this could be a kind of a, a a regular feature, but based on the clues we're given from this episode, what do you think the story of this episode of When the Whistle Blows mm, was supposed to be? Because here's the scenes we got from When the Whistle This is what we know about this episode right, of When yeah. the Whistle Blows, right? Episode one of it. When the Whistle Blows, series one. Uh, Alfie comes in. Uh, he's late because he he was his sister's reason. funeral. Yeah. So yeah, normally well, not mi- the whole day off work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a fair. <laughs> <point>. Nor- <laughs> so <laughs> normally this character of of, of Alfie uh, is late and he doesn't have a reason, but this time he's got a good reason, it's right? 16. That's scene one, right? Mm. Scene two, uh, Rita teaches uh, Gobbler how to flirt with women, and we see him kind of stroking the broom. Stroking the uh, yeah.
3: That's not a metaphor. He was actually
0: <laughs> stroking yeah, yeah, yeah. a
1: broom. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't me, he? And <laughs> then the final scene. We see
0: is that Rita is complaining uh, about her lot as a tired, tired single woman mm. without a boyfriend, and Mr. Stokes uh, kind of basically come, comes her. in and mocks her, uh, kind of comforts her and mocks her. Yeah, yeah, comfort and mock. And I've actually you know.
1: done that exact same joke at work with women as well. <laughs> what? That, like, the door um... to my office is always open. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like I was just in the toilet. And as yeah, they, oh were no. to, they were talking about um, you know, like this woman's <laughs> going through all her checklist for like the best the boyfriend she wanted. She said, you know, nice body, good That's dancer That's yeah. <laughs> how just walked in and like said are burning <laughs> <laughs> and they all just erupted into laughter. <laughs> of course, so day, day, what day. do we find
3: out about the characters? We find out that I we find out that Rita's Rita's life as a single mum's getting to her. Yeah, that is is yeah. explicitly it's mentioned. Up, though, it's episode. all set up. Yeah, I, I it's know, all that patronising the introduction. They're yeah. so removed from one another.
0: These no, days. I think they are supposed to be the same episode. But mm. the link there, from for me, is kind of like there's kind of like romance. They're setting up kind of yeah. romance. As typical with a sitcom. And I was wondering if maybe Rita and Alfie are supposed to kind of have some kind of like a... Are gonna be, They're, they're going to build on it and they're going to be like a Tim and Dawn thing. Because Alfie's obviously kind of like a hapless, kind of like a bit of kind of like a hangdog loser who's kind of just, you know, had to bury his sister. <laughs> and Rita ha- herself hasn't is kind of yeah, complaining about her kind of her love life, right? So I wonder if <laughs> as, as the six episodes of When the Whistle Blows build... Alfie and Rita are going to have their own kind of because obviously it's not going to be Mr. Stokes. Yeah, but we never see Alfie again, do we? Yeah, but that's
3: why I'm is, wondering. It. Is it he is, it's it's because he got cut? Because yeah, is that is God. the original vision that Rita's this lonely single mum? Yeah, and is Alfie supposed guy to be who's going going through this really difficult time? who's just he's just he's
1: shaking his, his head. I don't think he thinks be, I'm really too much into it. For one thing, right, he's a one episode character, Alfie. Yeah, we don't know that for Yes, we do because he says Paul Shane was meant to come in and do it. Oh yeah, that's true. And also, Paul Shane is incredibly broad. Yeah,
3: as we know from a fact so basically it's, it's just introduced the plot device that the whole s- series is probably going to hinge off rita's hapless love life yeah, and yeah mr yeah. stokes the broken again
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and 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 um mr stokes bumbling attempts to kind of so at intervene. the moment they're just kind of a bunch of st- scenes strung together
0: but it'll be interesting right well, i'm gonna i'm gonna keep a watch on it and as the series progresses i'm gonna see if there is any kind of like Link any kind of indication that there is any kind of uh, uh... Narrative thread to when the whistle blows, but then
3: you've got to compare it to what was Gervais's. Again, James is shaking
0: his head. There is. I think it's. I think it's. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to speculate. Scenes. Oh yeah, but from Maybe what we've we'll got, yeah, I'm but sure we could have some fun line. speculating. I'm sure there's a video on YouTube I've seen and where Just all put, put all of them together. together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and they're not coherent. I don't think they are. No. But did they it, include the rehearsals? not. Maybe not. They're not
3: coherent. Unlike if you watch every episode of McBain in The Simpsons, it actually forms a film. Is that
1: true?
2: Yeah, it's true. That is true. It's a
3: it's a coherent film. Yeah. That's
2: amazing. I had no idea
0: about. Watch it over like. 10 series yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, it's well, pretty now, clever now all
1: we need is every episode of extras to form a fair in series and then we'll <laughs> bloody be winning oh waggle
5: <laughs> 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 the glasses oh. <laughs> oh daddy be kind <clears throat> yeah pop nop and fanny nop the arse
2: We talked a bit earlier about... (laughs) (laughs) James
5: has to move on from this. Moving Moving on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We talked about when Keith sits with Andy and does the whole Jews and Queers bit, but we failed to talk about the whole... pop nobile no which just took I think took me by unawares when I saw it and that was probably one of the funniest moments in extras that and moment.
3: also if you watch the extras of extras oh. you see how many times they fluffed that because it was just hilarious. I think
0: that's <laughs> their best example
3: Gervais <laughs> Murchin's best example of kind of subverting what you expect of a celebrity yeah.
0: because when they do Patrick Stewart when they do Ian McKellen oh, yeah, you, you, you kind of it's going to do a, know, be like saying silly and also but you know that they can do that kind of thing you know it's it's not surprising that Ian McKellen can nail the kind of the comedy of it so it's not surprising that they would give him kind of like a completely different person to do it's surprising how good <laughs> keith chegwin is <laughs> it's surprising how good Keith Chegwin is at the kind of a complete yeah. switch to darkness. And he keeps yeah. coming back with that yeah. as the
2: episode goes on. Like I think in the next scene, there's a when they're in the dressing room and uh, it's when Andy's first being sort of confronted with the glasses with the wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, You know, Curly's funny. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, then, and then he, then he goes something about black. So but this yeah. is the
0: thing. It comes so effortlessly out of his mouth. Black people aren't funny. It's not <laughs> such like a kind of a, 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 a hate-filled sneer. Yeah, he's face, believable It's like this is really believable, actually, quite scary. Yeah, yeah. He suddenly
3: looks like someone from the National Front or something. Yeah, he actually and there's he looks a scene like when kind of he's character. sitting next to Andy uh,
0: in in the the bleachers, in the chairs, and he's yeah, talking yeah. about the Jews and, the and he goes to he's finished his hate-filled diatribe about kind of like yeah. hot fanny, and he goes to take a sip of water, and Andy says something like he... Yeah, and he's like, what? Up the arse.
5: Good. I've been making notes. You
0: yeah, it's so kind of not the happy-go-lucky change, <laughs> and it's so it's so believable. Yeah, like you said, yeah. some kind of hate, hateful kind of national front yeah. kind of like gammon, kind of like, you know, red-faced yeah.
2: yeah. question-time uh, audience member. Like. Well yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to be fair, at the time, there aren't many like really funny British black comedians. Do you know what I mean? It's true. I mean, <laughs> They're yeah. nice. I don't know.
1: Can you think of any? It's cracking. It's cracking. Name me some now. He only, he only put that up in so he can have another dig at Lenny Henry. Let's face it. Yeah, but can we actually name I know, well, exactly. which
0: I don't know who it is is it either Merchant it's, or Gervais has kind of said that they wish they hadn't done that because obviously because it was a little they, bit too Yeah, they feel to the bad. Bone. and obviously but now kind of, honestly, yeah. in, in the, cult, the culture <laughs> we're in now people kind of have said actually Lenny Henry was kind of whatever you think of him was kind of pioneering kind of like you know there wasn't really any kind of young black any black comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. is genuinely so, underrepresented. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Merchant, either Merchant or Gervais, either one or the other, or both, have both said kind of like that was a kind of a bit of a cruel, unnecessary dig at, mm-hmm. at Lenny Henry.
2: And it's bad because, like I said, it, it, I mean. It's not that what their observation was particularly wrong. I don't think because it's true. It was badly re- underrepresented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I mean, nowadays I can't. Especially
0: re- when he reels off all the American. I mean, England has oh, always been behind the America times on kind of like on representation. American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why all you know, that's why all be- these kind of like black actors go over to America, like Idris Elba and yeah. Naomi Harris and Richard Blackwood.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing?
0: There? <laughs> See, he would have been a better example of, of the picture if they, quite if, quite yeah, they yeah. If, if they had to make fun yeah, of like yeah. a, a black comedian yeah, for being not very funny. They could have had yeah Richard Blackwood because. Uh, nah, I think it's because. Let kind him. of like broke down broke down the barriers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I mean
3: he, he, Ricky's always had a thing with Dawn French though. This is yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit
2: of uh, well,
3: Vicar Dibley's very, very um, uh, when the whistle blows, isn't it? Really.
0: Not broad. really. I know it's broad, but I don't know. It's, if it's not got stu- that There's a difference between broad. kind of things like that and the studio
2: based things, I think.
3: <laughs> yeah, true, true.
2: Is it Curtis or Ben Elton that, uh, that. Curtis. It's Curtis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah and that was iconic because that was huge at one point in Vickery Dibley. It was like literally the. When was that? Like early
0: 2000s? And Vickery Dibley wasn't that 1980s. badly received. I bet actually, actually, no, Andy Moore would would, would love to have times. a Vickery Dibley. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of you, There's we, were, spe- we were speaking of his digs at Lenny Henry, but go back to the office and carry on in extras. Yeah, yeah. Another one of kind of Jabez's kind of favourite kind of uh, kind of uh, targets is fat lazy slobs and kind of yeah. annoying fat people and yeah, they I'm are they're there at the end yeah they're not the yeah, yeah, yeah 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 this
1: instant way of showing they're stupid they're where they're, they're, they're but and they're fat they have to be every fat every
0: single one of them he is have, fat them he is must
1: you yeah. imagine his casting notes for it fat people he yeah. must have, yeah. he must Yeah like you said yeah it hits me now in my head yeah probably you know he's like right how
2: probably got them all on
3: retainer not even the first time this week exactly you know to be before that scene we've got the final before that
2: scene we've got the final rehearsal of when the whistle blows right which is the uh, the big climactic scene of this episode yeah yeah so this is obviously when andy's doing the scene kind of he starts to falter he's clearly uncomfortable with what he's doing and
1: as a bit of a breakdown basically yeah and just says oh, i'm not doing this and he wanders over to barry <laughs> yeah and he starts he goes on that massive rank but then mr bbc mr you are aware that i'm gay puts him in well and truly his place Ian, yeah he uh... has a really inspirational moment doesn't he where he's he sort of
2: he's, he's saying can i take some of these sandwiches home but In the same breath he starts to give Andy what's genuinely, Mm. I'd say, pretty good advice, really.
7: My character when he started out as an interesting three-dimensional person, but then over the years the writers turned him into a joke and and that's why I walked away, you know, it it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I know some people look at me now and say I was a fool, but um, I know that I walked away with my integrity and my pride intact. You know, I just think you've got to do what you think is right.
2: If you were Andy, what would you have done in that moment?
3: Uh, well, I, I think the, the only r- realistic thing to do would be to make the best of what you've got. Yeah, he'd gone as way too as far possible. to start trying to back out. Like, yeah. to, to kind of get on his high horse at that point. That was The, way, the day yeah. of the filming. Do, do that right at the beginning. Because yeah. he's getting on this role of, oh, this could be something, but it's being bent out of all recognition. That's backing out of your wedding on the wedding. Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. Like, it's, worse it's than a bit that. of it's, fucking it's late. it on
2: the aisle. As well. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah He's doing have, yeah, it
3: when yeah, yeah. they say, um, "Do you take this?" You know. Yeah, he's,
2: he's, he had the opportunity when he said, "Should we take this upstairs and have a proper conversation about it?" Yeah. A professional conversation yeah. about it. He rejects that and says, "Oh no, I don't care who hears it." He's fucking drama queen,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? He's yeah. trying. He makes, he's, he's making, making he, sure he, everyone knows. Yeah. That it's he's not performative. A he wants everyone he to know. When this goes badly,
3: I want all of you to be able to tell the tabloids that I said this. now And then he says to Maggie in the lift the next day, doesn't it? I had to kick some arse yesterday. Yeah, Just bullshitting just to try and make himself feel better. He yeah. goes,
1: like, "Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's make it." It's, yeah, it's like, exactly. Like, yeah. No one buys it.
3: No yeah. one. I mean, it's yeah. so
2: awkward, isn't it? Because again, I can't remember. If it was Ian, Ian deals with it perfectly, and it's exactly like how we. He nails Neil, him, doesn't he? Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. When oh. Neil, you remember when Neil, <laughs> Neil, no, David, you, in his no. place. You don't want to tell me what the problem is, then fine. But don't speak to me like that in front of staff, okay? Because you're acting like a petulant kid. I don't let anyone talk to me the way you just did. Not my staff. Not my boss. No one, and certainly not you. Do you understand? Yeah. Do you understand?
3: Good.
4: And they he didn't tell. have an
3: answer. He was no, just like, well,
2: yeah,
1: but like that. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know. Danny, who would you rather have as your boss, Neil or Ian? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ian. But
0: then I also don't
1: think... Not just because I am, you know,
0: I am aware that he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just almost say there? I did am, just not just because I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we're <laughs> supposed to kind of... Because I think with Neil, the thing is that we... We get the impression that he's supposed to be a prick, but just from the evidence we're presented with, especially in those first few episodes, he's in. We don't. Let, we we don't see him being a prick. Like no, we, um, we said slowly, he before yeah. like we yeah. he kind of seems perfectly reasonable. He's has nearly always on the right side of the argument. Yeah, but with Ian putting Milman down and saying like this is going to happen because I'm the money man we also see him laughing at the things that we know are supposed to be shit the curly glasses yeah. I and mean, the, curly, the curly wig yeah. the glasses well, we know that these brilliant. are going to flop we know <laughs> we know we <laughs> as an audience are told by Gervais the Merchant you're not supposed to actually think this is funny but ian who who is who's, who's the, he's the head of comedy <laughs> yeah, no, so you know so he's supposed to kind of like be the kind of like the ultimate tastemaker at bbc of comedy he thinks that's funny and we know but it's not supposed to be but fun. to be fair so why is he laughing? At In well, fact, fair, we're supposed we're supposed is, to assume that he's got a shit sense of humour.
2: No, no, no. I, well, to be fair, he is signed. He he's filming. He's there to film to supervise the filming of a TV show that two writers have signed off on.
0: Do you think he's just making the best he's, of it? No, no.
2: I think he's he's. Appalled, frankly, by the lack of professionalism from a writer who signed off on a script and then changes his mind on the day.
3: Yeah,
0: that is outrageous. And yeah, I but he also laughs. It's the lack
1: of professionalism. But he also that. laughs. Who do you think he
0: is? We see him laughing at the at the glasses and the wig, though. Yeah, we see him laughing at things that we know aren't. Funny. But that's the thing. I think if if.
2: But Andy funny. doesn't like it he needs to have a meeting and they need to have a conversation and they need to sort it out in a professional way and have a rewrite as many rewrites as they need to but don't let it get this far down the line and, to, and, and then throw your toys out of the pram like that do you know what yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. I think if Andy had dealt with it differently I, basically I don't think the only way out of this was the way Andy dealt with it I think if he dealt with it more professionally and a
1: bit more in control of it do you know what I mean? I feel like it would but have had a different outcome. This is the thing, though. I think, actually, what we're supposed I don't think to think is reason. that... What well, if he hadn't thrown his toys good out of the ground? Yeah, exactly. He's not, yeah. not good enough to do it like that. That's, That's why he's, he's doing this as a virtue but, signal, like you say. Just and he also did it very
3: impulsively after Barry's yeah. little speech. It's funny yeah. how Barry was the catalyst for that. And, you know, it was an impulsive decision. He was like, no, I'm making a stand because he's he's got to he's got to protect his ego the tortured artist ego it's suddenly the ego is bubbling up to the surface there and you can see he's got to protect it he has to but then when he realises that actually he doesn't really have a leg, leg to stand on it's not what he really wants he wants security he wants his flat yeah. he wants you know he's, all these new nice things he's got well but, we you know, can
0: see especially in that final scene like he ends up kind of feeling a bit shit about it and taking yeah. off the wig in the glass and thinking kind of what have I done yeah. but he gets egged on by the crowd yeah. like when they're laughing well, when, exactly. those, when those fat stupid people with their catchphrase t-shirts are laughing at him he going is he having a laugh well, he's yeah. kind of egged on by well, it yeah.
2: he, he says but, that line as much as somebody he, he stands there saying how much he doesn't want it to be a catchphrase he doesn't think catchphrases are is a good idea. But as soon as he gets a laugh, yeah. he says it again. Yeah, and, and again, again and again. Exactly. It's like yeah. we've seen the Simpsons when it's the I didn't do it, kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 And it's just the same thing. He just he, he gets a It's wh- that
0: brief kind of fleeting moment of euphoria when he gets a laugh and as soon as the laugh's gone. Validation is what it's the yeah. adulation really he was yeah, looking yeah, for. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but not
3: for the reason he wanted it. Yeah. But then yeah.
0: as soon as but as soon as the laugh's gone and he's gone away, it's Yeah, yeah. And he looked at them and he's just
1: like, Oh my god, this is my audience, these like stupid fat people. Yeah, but then for that brief moment, why are there to be facts? Yeah. But, don't forget, but then for that brief moment, he, get, he, he, <laughs> does, he gets off man, on he making would, them the himself, yeah Let's be honest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but don't True. forget, he's just had a, a severe dressing down and made to feel bottom of the ladder. And suddenly he's got people, for all intents and purposes, respecting him, enjoying his performance, enjoying his art. If more yeah, yeah. So actually, he'll take what he can get at that point. It's but the, the same. thing I think that's particularly funny about it is uh, halfway through that speech when he's, you know seemingly being re- really unprofessional and as as embarrassing as it can get, he mentions that he has to bend over and take it up the arse. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then the agent <laughs> runs, of of and up, guy guy runs over. And Darren Lamb runs
6: over.
7: No disrespect to either of you, um, as gays, uh, you know. We, 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 we don't know if you're givers or receivers. Very difficult to tell just from looking at you. Um, although if I was putting money on it, I'd probably go We with, don't need f- to put oh, money on it. We
1: all, we all know you he's going to say. Yeah, yeah, Gaiman was going to be the receiver. Yeah. You about it, is, because yeah, because yeah. of I the yeah, you know, the very stupid and frankly homophobic assumption that the Campbell one will be the receiver. And is the shorter one. Which isn't even yeah, true. It's, short, it's more practical. Isn't it? yeah. it's <laughs> one, which I've, I've heard isn't even true. So there you go. <laughs> okay, well, oh, here well, we go. We do what, 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 that from? What's, what's true? Well, you know that that slightly you know homophobic assumption that you know
0: the more feminine
1: one the is more the more feminine one will be the receiver. Is that not true? I can't imagine it is. There's no logical reason why it should be. <laughs>
4: I don't hey, know. I, right. I don't Once again, moving on. <laughs> yeah. We're
1: going to leave that there. Yeah, we're going um, <laughs> to leave that
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, and the way that you know yeah. when he says, "Oh, you
2: know this can be good," you know, as in, yeah, and, and he's not fooled anybody, and then no. he's just trying to, you know, it's, it's, that's Brent. That's your. I always knew you were Brent of this episode. Yeah. So yeah. Do you know what I mean? The way he does that, and then no, this can Ian, be good. He gets put in his place yeah. by Ian, but and then he gets fucking held in his place by saying, "Oh, Andy, the uh, glasses, yeah, glasses,
0: yeah." No, but the most the most telling part of that bit is where he says, "Uh, you know, and kind of, you know, let us do it good. Let's do it as as good as yeah, we can yeah. now, and then maybe later on we can do it my way, or or not, and then, or not. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah never it's gonna just happen. He's just asserting."
3: Expect- is, yeah, is authority, even if they'd though, gone yeah. upstairs
0: and problem? had that meeting, like like Ian suggested, it would have gone one way. You are doing it the way that we signed off on, or it's not happening. Yeah. Mm. True. So, so Ian, and Ian was no offering... way they were going to do it as a shitcom, and then a couple of years later, once yeah. Andy make it his all reputation, <laughs> make it all over, do a yeah. remake, uh, an arty remake with yeah. the same
3: accent. It's not going to happen. It's never it? going to happen. Was Ian it? was giving him an out there to say, "Should we do this upstairs?" Basically, do you want to? Oh. Would you want me to lay down the law here, or do you want to humiliate it yourself in yeah, public? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, his yeah. ego was so to the fore at the moment, at that time, he couldn't see it, so he chose public Which humiliation. Is weird
2: because Andy, I mean, it must be just a, a, a reflection of how stressed and what he's been through to get to this position, because in the last episode, he was actually quite professional about it. Do you know what I mean? When he went up to the to the room, had a conversation around what his visions were. Well, I guess it just it shows you how much it has been torn down by exactly. Them. Yeah, it's he didn't know. It's, it's like yeah. what
0: Merchant said to Herring. Like the, is <laughs> like what Merchant said to uh, Richard Herring? The idea is that kind of like he had been compromised so oh, much. It, it's that Richard classic Herring. thing of like how the sausage was made. Like kind of it it, it in, in in the process of a kind of the script edits and the rewrites and the going the through. Sausage. Yeah, yeah, no, like you don't, you right. don't want to see how sausage the sausage is made. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you now. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: your sausages,
6: Richard Herring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we talk
3: about this Richard Herring interview? It was pretty brutal. I, was,
6: I really loved the first series of extras. Uh, why did you choose to... check? I mean, it felt like the second series was a different sitcom. Yeah. It felt, felt like you could have just started with something completely different because it wasn't any more about extras. Right. Because they all became successful. Right. It felt to me there was a lot more uh, mileage still yeah. in... Having them as ex- having them as sort of failures, but then they all became sort of successful.
7: Uh, well, it just seemed like it was a interesting to explore the idea of like someone who's been struggling up the chain and then he gets up the chain, and then seeing what what happens to him once he gets once he gets there and, and kind of how he's corrupted by it and that just seemed interesting. I mean, I apologize if you didn't enjoy it, yeah, but so I, so I just wrecked it. It,
6: at the time wrecked it interesting, you interesting. Know. Wrecked it for me. Yeah. It seemed to me that um, the guy. Uh, that Andy Millman. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. It's sort of He had to change the whole emphasis of everything because the other guy, the guy who has been had one line in the bill, had to then become the world's most successful actor again, so that he still beat him. Right. It seemed to me that if you wrote a sitcom for the BBC, that um, the thing they would do is say you can't be in it, not that we're going to change the whole thing.
7: Well, I think the idea was more that they that, that he. That they liked it, but the, the, kind of through the process they slowly kind of chipped away at what his idea was. Yeah, uh, and it was sort of it was kind of be careful what you wish for was the sort of theme of it. Um, again, I can only apologise for disappointing <laughs> you so much. What did you guys think of that
2: response from Richard Herring?
3: I thought it was pretty brutal, to be honest. Yeah,
2: Unwarranted,
7: I'd
3: say. But you agree with it, though, Danny.
0: He basically said what you <laughs> <Yeah>. always say. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, it's like, don't opinion. like Series 2 as much because of the reasons he said.
1: I do think it comes across like, especially with the fat people laughing, it just comes across like it being a bit snooty. And it is less relatable than Series 1, but it's still a really good But
0: view, did you find know? mean, it funny? It's yeah. still well,
1: the right. funnier than like ninety-nine yeah. of comedy on TV. Yeah,
0: but so Richard Herring isn't saying he thought it was complete shit. He was saying that he didn't think it was as good as Series 1 because Series 1, because it wasn't about yeah. the extras. And yeah, there was yeah, exactly. more you could that's all he was saying. Is that yeah.
2: it's not about extras; it's about people who used to be extras. But that's hardly good. Well, I think that's a moot and also, point. And it's, also, it's, 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 it's so- such a a wanker thing to come out with, I think. Do you know what I mean? You know, write your
3: oh, own all fucking. Right. Oh, oh, right. Right. All right, well, he wrote his own sketch, uh, yeah, yo. I think, it, think it, it, the it, the it, fact that it it it's, it's not about extras enough, anymore Joe. is, I mean, is a, a moot point. It's like, do you want to stay doing that kind of thing forever or do you want to move on? Do you want to go to Nazareth, please? Do you you know, do you want to stay at uh, home base with your ideas like, or do you want to expand them uh, I and guess risk the, alienating a few people? Like Richard Harry. And
2: just slag off their work without giving them a I guess
3: the equivalent would be, I mean, you could, you could say
0: it's the equivalent of if series one of The Office had been what it was, right? And then series two had been following uh, David Brent started, being a freelancer, starting his own business, working from home. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. we don't, and then we don't see... Not in an office. Yeah, not in an office and not with the cast of characters. Yeah, and it, and it basically would be a different thing. I guess that's kind of the equivalent, Right. So you could say that it's kind of it's not the same show anymore. I'm not
2: saying the opinion, mm. is and it's about it. a
0: different
3: thing.
2: It's not so much the opinion; it's more the, the audacity of of, of, of shocking someone like that. Well, that we're not
3: used I've... to seeing that, are we? When someone gets up on a stage, he, Merchant probably had his answers prepared for. Let's yeah. talk about how great it was. But I suppose it's honest, isn't it? That was his opinion. I mean, the whole it's point quite was it's nice it, it, to it, it, see an honest. It, 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 it's, it, it's, like, the rich, it's the Richard Herring podcast where it's supposed to be
0: kind of comedian talking to comedian. It's supposed to be a kind of, it's Bung not supposed to be a puff I piece. It's not, yeah. a, it's not supposed to be a Graham Norton show. And it's
3: actually it. quite nice to see that once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Something that's yeah. a bit more. But
0: I do think that, yeah, Merchant was obviously kind of like, he doesn't, he, does, he kind of, he's not very tactful, is he? his in, no. in, in the way he asked the question. Yeah. And I think that it kind of threw Merchant a bit.
1: His entire opinion, you know. It's very <laughs> Good funny. It's it's his opinion. You know, I mean, it's still a very funny series, but it doesn't quite have the same impact for me as series one.
3: See, for me, it had it had just as much in it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I'm way more interested in in where they're going
0: where they go oh, with I series one. Than yeah, where, oh, sorry, in series two than they are. Series one, I watched the whole thing kind of kind of, almost on the edge of like when we first Waiting when I first it watched it back off. in two thousand six. Yeah. I could have easily. At the end of series one, not bothered watching it again. Yeah. Like, I wasn't that impressed by it. On rewatch, and I think it's on rewatch after seeing series two, I can see the kind of the merit of it. But after I remember after series one, thinking I don't think I can be after this anymore. I mean, after a break, when series two came on, I watched series two, and yeah. it was when the whistle blows stuff and the kind of the idea of him making this the TV series and seeing where it was going to go from there. I was like, right, this is what I want to see. This is what I'm
3: interested. So, we He goes to so many great places. He gets to meet.
0: He gets to kind of think, actually meet. Actually with the celebrities yeah. now. We yeah. get to go to the bathers, which is the best <laughs> episode. Would you go to the Welsh bathers? <laughs> but <laughs> you, you are, would be interested then, would
1: you? <laughs> so when we, we did the <laughs> first series. We had a bit it's of criticism special. around it being the
2: first episode, and you know we felt that dead But in terms of the first episode to kick us into a series, to sort of give us an idea of where we're going, and uh, it's and great. Challenges. There's loads. The yeah, the massive. No, I think
0: the the Andy half of so it is great. I think the problem is, and we've barely spoken about it because there's not much say about it. The the Maggie half of it is kind of is lacking, and I think that's because it doesn't tie into it.
3: It doesn't tie into it, and it's also it's not really developing her. It's just she's in the same what predicament. It she's, she's, through,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Like now, if they've yeah, done true. if they've done it so that the the the. the Alfie part was played by it doesn't have to be Orlando Bloom but if the Alfie part was played by a heartthrob and Maggie had been an extra on When the Whistle Blows or on the set of When the Whistle Blows so the the Maggie stuff could have been done on the same set as Andy and the character that was hitting on Maggie could have been the same person that was playing Alfie and that then Andy has a go at in his scene. Mm. So it's tied together more. So it's a bit right, more kind yeah, of yeah. yeah,
3: but when I mean, you would have had to have had a heart throbbing when when the whistle blows, would that not? Have I been think a also bit,
0: Andy would have been. Well, it could
3: have, it, it could have
0: fitted in because the idea would have been that it's a shoehorned in character. You know well, I you think, think the so. Like I said, it wouldn't have been yeah. someone on the level of Orlando Bloom, but it could have been like who's a hot who's a
3: UK TV. Hot oh right, like a, almost like an EastEnders level or something. Yeah, 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 Billy Mitchell. <laughs> I don't know. But the point yeah, of what I'm yeah is I literally can't think. I literally it. can't think <laughs> an example.
2: Andy had a lot of ground to cover in this episode. There's a, there's not really, it almost I think tying him up to a third plot or with 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 Maggie involved as well is almost. I don't think they had time for it in this episode. Generally. But then, but then
0: what you get is this kind of like fractured, splintered kind of very, very, very basic episode where it's literally, um, uh, Maggie on her set talking to her mate. Uh, no, talking to Orlando Bloom. Then we cut to. Andy on his set, struggling to get through the rehearsals. Back to back yeah, yeah, yeah. to Maggie, back, 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 back. back yeah, and forth, forth, forth. And it's literally just he's in one place for the whole episode, she's in one place for the whole episode. Mm.
3: But it does tie together a little and bit.
0: Sho- yeah. Shove them together, and there's no kind of like, I, there's no kind of bow on top of it that ties it together really, except for the fact that at the end Maggie turns up. The but Maggie, but, yeah. By the time she turns up. The Orlando Bloom thing is over. It's yeah. finished. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think this is probably the weakest episode of the series. I think they, they get much better afterwards. Yeah, yeah, no, and I know like, that
0: they do. So, but I think that this episode
2: has almost sacrificed itself in order to give us a lot of exposition for the rest of the series. Yeah. yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? I think it's 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 setting up that a it's not a particularly good show that's being created. Yeah. B Andy doesn't support it or or, or respect it or, or yeah. is proud of it. So that actually in the next episode when we start to see the reviews coming through. It's you know we can jump straight in. I think the first scene in the next episode is them watching the TV, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. Right, I right. Right. I yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think you you are able to, to hit the ground running from the episode two. Yeah, actually, it allows them to shift
3: gears quite yeah, quite yeah, quite of the quickly. Going on this episode. Yeah, yeah. No, like I said, the, the...
2: Actually miming shifting
1: gears. Now. well, at least I'm not
0: <laughs>
3: miming an episode of The Office. <laughs> Mind
0: episode
1: this? Yeah,
0: That's always <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, An- the Andy stuff, the when the whistle Blow stuff is great, but I think the, the, the Maggie stuff, the Underbloom stuff, kind it's a of, bit shoehorned there, There's the funny bit with Johnny Wanker, but yeah, I remember leaving, turning off the TV. Where after I watched this episode, I think for the first time, kind of being kind of like excited to see where this was going to go and kind of being, uh, and, and, lo- and liking it. I don't
3: mind me and looking at <laughs> okay. each other, Yeah, basically being, being excited to see where this is going to go because of the When the Whistle Blows stuff. Well, so you're more excited about When the Whistle Blows than anything else? Yeah, but that's basically what, what this
0: whole episode is, isn't it? It's yeah. basically saying, by the way, in this series, we're going to be making When the Whistle Blows. There's nothing going to be really, really else in there, isn't
3: it? it? It's the thing in the episode that, no matter how, how good the episode is, it's the thing I'm looking forward to the most in every episode. Yeah, that yeah, way, yeah. I can't wait for when the whistle. I'm thinking, oh, there's when the whistle blows in a bit. <laughs> yeah. oh, which I mean, one is it's, it today? It's it's like, it's, <laughs> it's, I, don't,
2: I don't think they get enough credit for how how brilliantly bad it is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I yeah. talked about it earlier a bit, like this about it's the Elvis Brown whistling. but in its own right, it must be really hard <laughs> to make something that's brilliant but shit or shitly brilliant, if that makes sense. Brilliant you know I mean? shit. Well, it's yeah.
0: another just. I mean, Ricky Gervais, he's got this knack of coming up with kind of like these kind of like great characters. Obviously, David Brent is a genius character. Uh, we've seen him do a d- dirty old queer from the XFM show. But but Mr. Cap David Captain not yeah. That heaven, yeah. But Mr <laughs> Mister <Ooh! laughs> right. Mr. Stokes is also a brilliant character, isn't he? Like we've all done Mr. Yeah, Stokes yeah. impressions. I mean there's been nights out when I've literally just been me and the person I'm out with have just been going yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you could do it when you're drunk enough you could just do it for ages yeah. and just be unaware that you're doing yeah, it for that long, so do you know bit. what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but so, yeah, so what did you guys think? Cast your minds back to when you first saw it. Did Did you guys think... As that, an intro
3: episode. Did you think well, this was a marked kind of like step up from series I one? I did? What, uh, did. And I sort of... Funnily enough, I watched series one, then I didn't watch series two of extras for ages mm. until I, I think I bought it on DVD really cheap. And at the time I was... Um, and I had my problems so at the time. I wasn't exactly in the best... <laughs> in the best. blacked
1: out for a couple of years yeah, at the Yeah, I wasn't
3: in the best sort of emotional or mental state.
1: To our Facebook was always open. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And basically, I was living in a hostel at the time. And I had Extras uh, Series 2 on DVD. I can't remember how I acquired it. But I kind of yeah I I, I just latched onto is it and that watched it three hours on a loop. Yeah. Actually,
1: when I was unemployed, I had series one on DVD and I to watch that all the time. So maybe oh. it just comes down to whichever series you had on DVD, which is a really low point in your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I didn't, didn't have, have any other story, possessions.
3: I had about three DVDs and that was one of them. And I, yeah, I watched it a lot. But I remember you actually get getting up in a hostel in Yeah. <laughs> I remember actually getting That's really mental. into it and realising <laughs> yeah, that it was it was a marked <laughs> step up from the first series. Um, yeah yeah, definitely It's, it's, it's a shift of gear that's what I liked about it and it explored a bigger theme and I just thought that they'd sort of yeah they'd they they'd done the everyman stuff for three series of of two different shows why not try something different I also, and I the like it worked. it's you less know?
2: standalone as well like you said the themes they're less tethered to an individual theme in any given yeah episode. yeah 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 it definitely you know what you mean? follows an arc a definite arc it's, this it's, it's more yeah. of a yeah because we 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 talked it through a few times around how the set pieces in series one did have a gradual build if you put the episodes in the in the right order but. We had to one, find it,
3: didn't you? You, did, you had to look yeah. for it. Whereas yeah. with this one, it just it's, feels it's like more natural. Of a yeah,
1: natural journey. The whole series, it's, it's essentially this whole series just Andy wrestling with the whole thing: popularity, respect. Yeah, carefully. and that's what this is exploring. You know, we see this again and again. We see it in this episode when he comes back and he reluctantly does the thing. We see it in the next episode where he turns his nose to put that bloke in the pub, and then later on he wants his attention. I love that You know what I mean? So we see
0: that dynamic. Well, this is the thing. I think this series has more of the kind of, like, bittersweet kind of pathos, which Mm. I want from Gervais and Merch and stuff. Like, it's got... Especially that ending of the Bowie episode where he goes back to the pub, and it's kind of like... He's he's kind of like kind of demeaning himself to get the last, Pretty but we nice know that it's you that. Yeah, exactly. He's demeaning himself to get the last because he knows the only respect he's going to get is from these kind of like loser fans in yeah. the pub. And then um, at the end of the uh, Patrick Stewart episode, where no, sorry, the Ian McKellen episode, where he's embarrassing himself in front of the audience and Jermaine Greer, oh, so and bad. he's just standing on stage, and we know that that's it's not it, Kind be good, of that's that's where that's where any kind of respect he was legitimate there being respect he was ever going to mm. have is gone mm.
1: that kind of drives me mad that episode we'll get to it, when we're oh, I love it. it we've got some great
2: episodes to come as well guys yeah the you BAFTA
0: one I can't wait for the BAFTA one some, and uh, the Bowie one Bowie we've got the Daniel Radcliffe one after yeah. that then we've
2: got the Baftas. 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 Uh, BAFTAs don't you think it's
3: the best episode Chris
1: the Bowie one? and did you say that Ros- right? I, I would say uh, Bowie or the BAFTAs yeah 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 Robert De Niro
3: Bowie and the Baftas,
1: yeah. Bowie and the Baftas. Bowie and the Bafters. Sounds that like, like a band.
3: <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, yeah. The Bowie episode is spectacular, and, really the fa- is. and the fact that you got Bowie in on it shows the star power that yeah he had at the time. We're getting
1: even do that that, next that was his last thing he ever did as a live performer. Was was to perform. Was, was that. To form, Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, what a ri- wonderfully ridiculous end to a live career. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> one of
3: the most magical performers of all time, and that's how his career. Ended, you know, By doing a
1: joke song for extras. Yeah, yeah. imagine just Obviously they had to... two albums off. that. That was the last thing you did, last. Last thing but you did then, live. Yeah. So,
3: I mean, we can talk about this next week. But in that bar scene
0: where he's performing on the piano, there would have been just loads of people like Even me who were just signed up to extras agencies would yeah. have been there. Imagine seeing that live, yeah. and that was the last time you ever performed live. Uh-huh. And you get some lucky bastard who signed up to an extras agency and
1: got to be in the bar scene. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pug, pug, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't ask me any more questions okay it's that part of the show we're all looking forward to the quiz hey. it's obviously it's still brilliant for extras and you know didn't in any way work better on the office but it's still good <laughs> it's still a good bit so. <laughs> are we starting from scratch again? Everybody's even?
2: Or are we going to carry over scores from yeah, last Yeah, of
1: course it's even. Start again, with, yeah? start you again, know, yeah, yeah, You just won it yeah. <laughs> automatically. You know, you never know, this this series, you know, the other people might swap a bit better on the episodes and, you know, do a bit better, you never know. how, how offended he gets you never when know. you haven't done it a little bit studying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I did all the work, you know. <laughs> some of us found time to watch and learn the episode, and others of us didn't. <laughs> You were to still worried about a stupid wig. <laughs> I mean, next time, listen to your silly old Danny. <laughs> <laughs> so, question number one. Hang on, before, buzzers. Before we go any further, yeah. so, uh, <coughs> sloppy,
4: oh. clumsy,
1: uh, can I hear your buzzers, please? Mr. Kendall. His name's Jack. His, his name's Jack, Jack yes. Pop, knob, fanny. Juggers. Jack will be popping his knob in fanny. <laughs> Seth. Willy Wonka, Johnny Wanker. Very good. <laughs> Seth will be having a Johnny Wank. <laughs> And Mr. James Enblow. My ears are burning. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had three Mr.
2: Stokes buzzers. Yeah.
1: Okay. Good morning, campus. Without further ado, <laughs> fastest finger first. Way. Question number one. Very straightforward, one mark. At what time does filming of when the whistleblow start? Not the day, only the time. My ears are
3: burning.
1: 7.30. 7.30 yes. is correct. Well done, Seth.
3: Put it in your diary. Put it in your diary. I don't have a diary. Coming down. <laughs> coming down. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: What time are you filming tonight, big in Jack? Okay, right. Yeah, questions. It's a little in joke. A little bit late, you know. It's a little bit late. <laughs> Come on Alfie. I'll be carrying the can for (laughs) you again. Number two, He buried his sister? today. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) number two, who dropped out to be replaced by Cheggers? My ears are burning. Paul Shane. Paul Shane. Shane. Yeah, who I had to Google. Who is Paul Shane? Yeah,
3: we were talking about that. Who is Paul
1: Shane? Oh
0: well, I I Googled him. He's from Heidi High, right? It's some, oh. I don't know, did you know what What is, he's
1: from like, basically what sounds to me out like, loads of 70s and 80s Yeah, Yeah, I really recognise his, his face, because
0: before yeah. then, yeah, I just had kind of got it from the joke, which is that he says, oh, it's too broad for yeah, yeah, Ian Chain, of of yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess, yeah, he's just some cheesy broad guy. Some broad he camp yeah. kitsch. People yeah.
3: Yeah. prefer the of stuff
0: on BBC
1: Two. <laughs> Question number three. What is the name of Chega's character in When the Whistle Blows?
3: Alfie. Seth, <laughs> gonna,
1: um, it's actually Keith eventually. Yeah, I was, was going yeah. to say, yeah, that
3: could have been a 2 point That was going
1: to be the full question, but yeah. yeah. Didn't happen Any the end. Point for yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it was question rubbish. Yeah, it was rubbish. Question number four. <laughs> where, and this is for two points actually, where is Orlando from? Wonka, not Johnny Wonka. Pop knobbing
0: in Fanny Jack. Uh, happily on the wall near Royal Windsor. Happily on the wall. <laughs> no, I love yeah, that. Joke. Very good. Happily on the wall. It's, it's a deliberate. of world. A world yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not
1: even a real place, is it? No, it's
3: not a real place. I looked it up.
1: He's not Happy actually from Happily world.
3: on the wall near. Where's he now. from?
1: There's no such I place as Happily on. the We
3: need the wall, to find either. out. I thought I just, it was Papley on, yeah, yeah. on the World. I thought it was Happily. It's Happily, yeah. It's Happily on the wall. I thought it was Papley. Happily on the wall. Let's find out where Orlando Bloom. But even if
0: it is a made-up name. But what a brilliant made-up name! if someone said to me, come come up with a made-up name that
3: like, sounds like a really
1: yeah, posh, yeah. like inoffensive totally place. Tight, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Where we is struggled it? to
1: find someone. And then Windsor's actually pretty rough, so you know. And it's not it
3: all up. rough, though, it's quite posh mm, in places. No, Where's he really harsh. from? We should find out. Well, Let's right. find out. I Let's find, find out for for quickly. Now. All right,
2: things are like we've got
3: the computers. Cornish. The computers? <laughs> Where did that go out of it? Cornish. No, Those
1: computers. really.
3: Where like are you from, Canterbury in Kent? Yeah.
1: Tim
2: Canterbury. Oh, who oh, oh, is the fact checking centre? <laughs> <laughs> Orlando Bloom is actually
3: from yes. Canterbury in Kent. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Right, okay. <laughs> now,
1: to... I think close your Wikipedia before we start doing the rest of the quiz, please. Turn <laughs> oh, yeah. so your
3: Wikipedia off, that's part <laughs> of it.
1: Yeah, okay, right. Uh, then it, that was two points, so it's two to Jack, two to Seth, one to James. So oh. James is actually lagging now. Question number five, and everyone's going to know this, so fastest thing first. Who discovered penicillin? Willy Wonka flying.
3: Willy Wonka. Oh shit. I, uh, oh,
1: Alexander seconds. Fleming. Oh hesitation, but uh, Come uh, on, you're allowed to hesitate, aren't you? Right Just for a enough, second. Right He's enough.
0: been up all night getting his head around some pillar okay. named Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> now,
1: question number six, you might all get some points here because this is a five this is a three-pointer. There's five things I want you to name, so basically, for every two things, you get one point. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, Daddy, it's late. come you on. You get the third point <laughs> if you want the last one. What? what? So Why have you made this so complicated? No, it's, it's a five-pointer, <laughs> yes. so you'll get one point for every two things you name, and you'll get a bonus third point if you can name all five. Right. Okay. So, right. okay. Okay, name the it's five so slogans which can be seen on the audience members' t-shirts. Nope. Willie can I, get to,
0: uh, can I try to name all five, or just say one? No,
1: you, no, you can do all five. You can attempt all five. You can attempt all five. If you five. name one that's wrong, you're out. Okay.
3: <laughs> Making the rules up as you go.
1: Garlic <laughs> <laughs> <of> bread. Garlic <laughs> bread, yes.
3: I'm a lady.
0: Yes. This is where we get stuck.
3: Oh, I know one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Alright. Yeah, I'm going to have to pass it over. Okay. I need those two. So uh, is check. there Chico time? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, is there... No, go on. Am
1: I bothered? Yeah. Am I
3: bothered? Okay. And so, who, which one of you and James is going to get that extra point? Well, it's a tiebreaker, isn't it? No, Whoever no, no, we it some... out first? Oh, shit. Um, oh, what else was around at the time? Yeah, this is what I was trying to think. Uh, is it? So,
2: you've got Chico time, Am I bothered? Am I bothered? I'm a lady. Bread. God
3: of God of bread. bread. Um, is it the Lou and Andy from Little Britain? Though? No, no, no. Because no. I'm a lady's Little Britain. Yeah, true.
2: It'll be something from, from Catherine
0: Tate. No, 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 no. He's not going to double up and do another one from Catherine
3: Tate, is he? He might. Um, garlic realize. bread's already in there. Yeah. Was no, it What's up? What's up? Uh, oh, that's pretty yeah. left field though, because that's... Yeah, uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, love, yeah I love that. that.
1: <laughs> so, uh, only Jack gets a point, so only Jack could name me two. Hey!
3: So. Chico time, at least. So...
1: Okay, question number
3: seven. Oh, was that the rule we you had to name too?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, two? Yeah. So Luckily, I had no idea
1: that So you one. got a point. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird
3: convoluted system of point scoring. to be fair, we've been playing, working with this system for
1: the last... Yeah, yeah. So, Jack, Seth is on three, Jack's on three, James is on one. Oh. We've got one question remaining. <coughs> so, Seth or Jack, this is down to you. All right. What position does Johnny Depp come in the women's fantasy snob? Is it Depp? number three? No. Number Bollocks. five? Ooh. <laughs> I mean it's obviously now Number two I don't know It'd be a guess it was actually number four uh. So we have a dead heat oh, and shit, Have you got, got a
0: dead heat question ready?
1: We have a dead heat And of course I have a dead heat question
2: <laughs> <today>. Finally <laughs> Oh yeah As he scrambles into the bush.
3: <laughs> <laughs> of course I've got one ready Yeah <laughs> Just trying to think of tie- How can you not tie- have breakers. had a tiebreaker? You had three months to get this ready Yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Priorities oh, I got one
2: What's the name of The age The guy with his own yacht Oh, Maggie's friend refers to it. Oh
1: shit, um, not oh, Matty Bowers. <laughs> oh bloody hell, yeah, yeah. I was, was never
3: going to get that. Well, it's because yeah. we watched it earlier today. We watched it like literally an hour ago, yeah. but you know. Yeah, I watched it last night. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. We all watched it recently. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dirty old man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that was like, a good question as well. How old is he
3: though? Oh fucking hell, is it? Like three, I've 28, 28. Yeah, 28. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask what magazine
1: Maggie was reading was not it? Yeah.
0: yeah, and it was today that I realised that the electrician who she tries mm. to kind of wave over
3: is not. Is not, not Dennis? Dennis no, no, it's definitely not Dennis. Disappointed. Or it does look like, like him.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of, but it, it, it was definitely to not be Dennis. Fair, we've had um, somebody uh,
2: on our. Have we already been told board? that? who's actually taken on the mantle of being our very own fact-checker,
3: and they've gone through several of our episodes... And have God, what have they said? Did they, they say, yeah, it they they've him. called us on loads of shit. So, is it
0: just about... Are all of these going to be about Dennis? No, no, there's <laughs> only two. He's only, the we <laughs> He's only done the last couple of episodes. You thought we were nerds.
3: He's
2: only done the last couple of episodes. But his name is... JBS man, great, yeah. and he's uh, JBS <laughs> he's, credit. he's getting in touch, and he's taking on that responsibility. So Jude Law oh. was not meant to be in this episode, but as you pointed out, Jack, he was supposed to be in the place of Patrick Stewart in episode. So what was six. the point of
0: fact checking that? Because we'd already said it. No, 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 no.
2: We <laughs> said that. I, well, actually, no. You said it. I corrected you and yeah. said, "Oh, I know. He was Jude Law was supposed to be in this episode in place of Orlando Bloom." Yeah. So it's correcting me and supporting you. Okay. okay.
3: So therefore, then, then the inconsistency wouldn't have mattered with the end of series six, with her taking down the Orlando Bloom poster. Right? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That,
2: that's true. I hope someone
1: got fired for that blonde <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no. That means it would have mattered because Orlando Bloom was always meant to be in this episode. And, well, they probably didn't. I thought lie. you said
3: Jude Law was supposed to be in. No, this no,
2: episode. Jude Law was supposed to be in the Patrick Stewart episode. Oh, I wasn't yeah. listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the second thing <laughs> I is really wasn't listening. Is, and the second thing is, great. Some was to say that Dennis was not the electrician. Yeah. So yeah. you know,
3: learn that. Learn that. <laughs> learn that. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm sure we'll be hearing more from him soon. Yeah. Great, looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: JBS man. <laughs> yeah. More from him later. <laughs>
2: Maybe we'll get him his own slot and he can start re- sending yeah. us recording. Sure, it. that's going to uh, <laughs> yeah. drive up the listeners, That'll isn't it? If ride. they
0: go straight onto our website and see someone picking away at what we said. <laughs> As if we're not picking away at uh, the episode in general. So maybe, maybe that could be a regular thing, yeah. what JBS man has said about our yeah. previous episode. Yeah,
2: Hi, well, yeah, we can leave a little feature for it. So. <laughs> I've got some corrections. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that about rounds off the first episode of Series 2. Excellent work, everybody. I think we got into some nice detail there and ready to set for the rest of the series. So thank you all for listening, and uh, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe. We're back for a new series now, so we want to try and uh, get back in those charts. And the best way to help us sort of get the podcast out to more people is to drop us a review on iTunes or wherever the hell you're listening to it and uh, share the podcast, that kind of thing. Uh, We can find us on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. We're at Wernham Blog. Everybody happy with that way that went?
1: Well, I don't know. Is it going to be too broad? <laughs> bring, in, bring, in, bring in Ian McShane or whatever he's called. What, well, what is I, I the just hope name? people enjoy Shane. it. I, I, you know, I'm sure they will, but I just hope. Do you it think it's as good as series one? I, hope, or? I just hope we haven't lost it. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I know what you're worried about, lads. But podcast audiences will listen to anything, especially <laughs> if it downloads straight to their phone. They don't have to change the feed. And it's those sort of that are going to help us win the iTunes rate in war. <laughs> <laughs>